Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. Episode 166, your once-weekly live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. And I'm Steve. Welcome to the show that almost didn't happen, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night or on Anchor.fm in podcast form or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. If you've never seen the show before, we talk beer, we talk tech, we talk games, pop culture, entertainment, usually some Star Trek. Uh, This is a family-friendly show in both language and content, although be aware we do drink alcohol on the show, so Mm -hmm. especially as we get closer to 10 o'clock, who knows? Uh... All Super Chats are read on the air, so long as they meet our family-friendly criteria. And if you'd like to take part in the Super Secret Chat and the even more Super Secret After Party, think about joining the Patreon or Float Plane. Links are down in the video description. You'll get exclusive access to the Discord, where you can chat with myself, Rhett, John, Steve, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and keep the conversation going all week long. There we go. You got that down. And we're locked. <laughs> And in none of that did you ever say, please like and subscribe. That's right. Yeah. I, I figured that was implied at this point. Yeah, I know. That's like implied. You've all everything. been you've all been watching for 166 consecutive weeks now. Yeah. Like and subscribe the dang video. <laughs> Come on. Please like and subscribe, guys. There's 24 concurrent viewers right now. I'd better see 24 likes. <laughs> They'd better be there when I check. There's all going to be dislikes now. There's only eight. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get on that. Come on, you guys. You're better than that. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, boy, as I mentioned, this was the show that almost didn't happen for a yeah, number of different yeah. reasons. We got we got a clutch here right at the end. I, I had, uh, well, both me and John had no internet for almost all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, there was kind of a, a pretty big storm last night. Lots of wind, lots of rain. Um, I think my internet went out around midnight last night, I think. Some, sometime around that. And I went to bed thinking, yeah, you know what? It'll be back up in the morning. Nope. It was still down and didn't come back till about uh, a little bit before eight. Yeah. Like that's what happened came for me. Yeah. Right. Like, like seven fifteen. he goes, Hey, I got internet. I'll, I'll yeah. be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Right. Right before uh, I had an hour basically to get this all together. And so, yeah, <laughs> I love all the comments right now. I, I'm liking the video, but not because you asked me to. <laughs> <laughs> my my audio is a bit lower, huh? Well, I, I can turn it up just a hair. I, I, okay. I can get that from here. OK, so, good. There we go. Yeah, I have to set each one just a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. So there we go. All right. And uh, yeah, and I've been having hip pain like all day long. And so I was. And I'm still slightly concerned that I might not be able to make it the entire show because <laughs> um, uh, I d- did something to my hip this last weekend and it's been really bugging me today um, to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm limping to walk. It's... Now, now I know exactly what to get you. Well, Christmas is over, but maybe yeah. for your birthday or something, I'll get yeah. you a cane. That's kind of like the Jurassic Park cane that. that oh, uh, yeah. I got the amber but, on the top. With... But instead of the amber on the top, we'll put like a chip in there, like maybe a. Oh, yeah. A CPU. You know, if amber. I could get like a I, I have a couple extra like I have an extra 486 DX2. Yeah, I would go. love that encased in amber. Yeah, I think that needs amber to happen. In there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Welcome to Jurassic Chips. Yes. <laughs> Everything you see in this park came from right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
North Seattle here and still no internet. Yeah, there were 300,000 people without internet around Puget yeah. Sound uh, from the storms up there. Uh, Spokane also got hit pretty hard from what I understand. A good chunk of Portland and, and especially on the east side of Portland. Um, and then, yeah, down down into the Mid Valley where, where we're at. There were a ton of, of power outages, uh, lots of power outages in my area. Um, yeah, wind was but crazy. You, look, you looked out, right? Uh, we lucked out. out. Well, we're yeah. we're in a hilly area, but we're kind of in like this little recessed area from the hills, mm-hmm. and so we're we're up in the hills, but we're guarded on like all sides. So, yeah, so we we lucked out here. Although I didn't luck out Tuesday morning when our garbage comes because uh, I woke up Tuesday morning at like seven thirty, and it's thirty eight degrees outside. There's twenty twenty five mile an hour wind gusts, and both <laughs> my garbage and recycling bins had been knocked over and spread garbage all across my yard. Oh, fun! Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm out there at you know seven thirty in the morning and like sleeping shorts and a raincoat, just got God. <laughs> <laughs> At least, yeah. at least your dogs didn't get out and start tearing it all to pieces or anything like that. Right. Yeah. No. Luck- that would have been. It was all in the front yard. That's good. Luckily, and and none of it blew into my neighbor's yard. It was just into mine. <laughs> hey, well, that's you know. Yeah. At least your neighbor's uh, gonna like you a little bit better. Hip pain, bone spurs? No, it's not bone spurs. Uh, I was in a car wreck uh, right around 10 years ago. I think just over 10 years ago. Um, I T-boned a guy doing 45 miles an hour. He ran a stop sign. And uh, And that's how you met John. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did I know John at the time? I think John and I might have met shortly thereafter, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think John and I met sometime mid to late 2010 so yeah i was probably around that time mm-hmm. uh, but landslide on 126 west of here yeah i heard about that um so yeah lo- lots of craziness happening in in oregon and washington the last two days lots lots of water anyway. i'm surprised there wasn't going to be more flooding too because there was a lot of water that got dumped yeah we had we had flood watches for pretty much every county <laughs> yeah so yeah yep uh anyway uh I've got a couple of beers lined up. I know you certainly do. do. I'm going to go first tonight because I never go, go for first. And I <laughs> really want to pour one. All right. um, so I've got a couple different IPAs. I've got a hazy and I've got a standard. Um, I think I'm going to go for the hazy first because mm-hmm. I usually like those just a little bit colder. Um, I have an ex novo. Uh, this is unstuck in time. Oh, uh, wow. What's, which is is kind that of a, a cool can art? Yeah, that's a hazy. That's uh, this is a hazy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, hazy IPA with Citra, Azeka, uh, and Idaho Seven Cryo. Mm. So the Idaho Seven, so I like Idaho Seven in some things, and sometimes uh, right. I don't like and, it. In and some so I, I got this one number one for the can art because it's a really cool mm. like reductionist can art. Like used to take like silver paper with black crayon over it and then scratch off scratch the black it off, crayon. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what this can is, and mm-hmm. so it looks really really cool. Um, and it's actually even slightly textured, which is kind of neat. Um, but, uh, yeah, I saw the, the cryo seven hop and I went, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> cause cryo seven is going to give it that more intense cause it's cryo. So it's going right. to be pretty intense. Wow. That looks like almost green in color from the camera. It's yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, the lights are blue above me tonight. So that's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got, uh, since I think last time I was on, I brought this one out, but I never got to it. I never got to drink it. This was the uh, Cesle Saison, the bourbon barrel age. It's a oh, bourbon yeah. barrel age Saison. 
I never got to it, so I figured I'll start with this one. Yeah. So I won't uh, won't skip it. I don't know if we did want to go through the other beers that we brought to, or are we just going to do it one at a uh, time? Let's just do it one by one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sounds we'll kind of break the show up that way this time, because we do have quite a bit of news to get to today. There's quite a few uh, tabs up on my browser right now. Sure thing. <laughs> so. No, I know. I opened them all up myself, and I'm like, I yeah. because the internet was down, I didn't get a chance to read any of it. Right. Um, There's so, so many we, tabs, I have a scroll bar up there. Yeah. <laughs> so... Lot, lots of announcements this week. Obviously, CES is going on this week. Um, by the way, I won't be bringing you any CES coverage this year because I, it's difficult to do any kind of coverage if you can't even put your hands on a product. Like, right. Like sometimes at CES, I'll talk about the new chips that were launched, but as part of like a daily wrap-up video, that's been the way I've done it the last couple of years is, you know, mm-hmm. day one, I saw this, this, and this, and we heard about the AMD release. And so we'll talk about the AMD release, even though I didn't physically see it. And we also launched graphics card, but here's products that are actually out that I got hands on that, yeah. you know, use these new parts kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's no doing that this year. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It was nice because when you're there, you get a unique perspective, our own B-roll, everything like that. This right. way, when it's all virtual, Everybody's got the exact same stuff. Everybody the exact else same product photos, the exact, exact same renders, exact same everything. Exact, yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, what's the point? Right. So yeah, and 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 that again is your own B-roll, your own capture of it. Yep. it, it there's a reason people watch your videos, and it's because they like your style. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't think that, it's subconscious. You people who watch my videos like the jazz music in the background, and I get more <laughs> compliments than complaints about it. Um, and what's funny is I actually tried something different, uh, with the, the video that just released yesterday, the, uh, uh, the tiny pilot KVM. Um, I tried like four different styles of music behind it and I'm like, none of those sound right. <laughs> they just don't sound right. <laughs> they just don't. You need that elevator jazz music. In there, the there's something just, about that elevator not, uh... jazz and my voice that <laughs> yeah. just works. Yeah. <laughs> so just like when you listen to NPR, if it's not like all monotone and stuff like this right. and kind of soft spoken like that, then it's just not NPR. Yep, right? exactly. <laughs> Snake jazz. Snake jazz. <laughs> wow. This is interesting. Because it's a, a bourbon barrel age saison. Mm-hmm. So you get you get that funky farmhouse type of esters and flavors in there but then you also get that plummy caramely aftertaste that you kind of get with bourbon barrel age right i don't know if i like it a lot but it's definitely <laughs> it's not it's okay it's not horrible you're going it's what it says <laughs> it is it is what it says i don't know if it's a good combo though um <clears throat> yeah it's interesting hmm because like at the very back end, my mouth tells me it's like a bourbon barrel aged stout or something like that. But when I first yeah. take a sip, it's telling me it's a saison. So I don't yeah. know. This one, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Um, mm. It's exactly what it says. And yeah. it's definitely cryo hopped. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to say powdery, but that mm. that that it's got hops in it, but it tastes like it's hops from Tang. <laughs> hops that astronauts took to the moon where, where they they sprinkled in the hops when they were done and stirred it up and then canned it like yeah. that's kind of it's the sunny d of hops 
Oh, nice. Um, and so, <laughs> all right. Um, no, no, it's not all right to go full <laughs> quagmire on you. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, not totally digging this one. I mean, the flavors aren't aren't bad, mm-hmm. but there's something about, especially the the mid to back of the flavor. You're just kind of going. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. That's, that's probably the cryo Idaho yeah. seven. I'm, I'm going to guess. Yep. Because the other two, Azuka and uh, Citra, both great mm-hmm. hops. Mm-hmm. Um, but those Idaho sevens. Yeah, I be, love Citra hops. Yeah. They yep. can be. They the Idaho sevens can be a bit overbearing definitely. yeah it, it tastes like it was made from hop concentrate yeah well that's what cryo is right it's exactly basically it's, hop concentrate it's yeah. freeze-dried hops that yeah yeah um so yeah no it, and this i think more than any other beer that i've had gives you that that impression mm-hmm. okay so yeah all right uh shall we get into it let's do it all right uh, we'll start with, uh, so we, we've got it kind of broken up into blocks. So we've got uh, NVIDIA news, we've got AMD news, we've got Intel news, and then we've got kind of a couple other stories that we're going to touch on. Um, so nothing too intensive here, just kind of going through what were the announcements and what do we think? Yep. So uh, starting with NVIDIA, um, and we'll just go into the mobiles first because the mobiles yep. are easy, almost. Almost. Um, so NVIDIA finally announced mobile variants of the RTX 30 series uh, for laptops. They will be available starting on January 26th. And there are laptop models that are already announced from Lenovo, Asus, mm-hmm. uh, and quite a few other partners. Um, there's really nothing shocking here. They're doing the same thing with their mobile variants that they have done the last couple of years, where it is technically still the same exact GPU as the desktop version. It's just a clocked down lower power target. And so instead of, you know, 260 watt TDP, they're aiming for 150 watt plus. Instead of 170, they're aiming for 125. So it's the same CUDA cores. It's the same memory. I'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> same memory, same same memory clock speed, same physical GPU. It's still the GA104 for the RTX 3080 and 3070. I tried to say 80 and 70 at the same time. Um, and then, of course, there's also the brand new RTX 3060 laptop GPU, which was previously unannounced and is now officially official um, in both desktop and mobile variants. Um, there is one curious thing here though, and that's mm-hmm. the availability of both an eight gig and a 16 gig RTX 3080. So the memory is slightly cut down from 10 gig to eight gig on the RTX 3080 laptop variant, yep. but there's that 16 gigabyte skew. Um, if we remember all of the rumors leading up to the launch of, of Ampere of, of the 30 of the 3000 series cards. There was talk about a 10 gigabyte version, which we got, and a 20 gigabyte version, which we didn't. Then there was talk about uh, the 3070, about, well, they're going to launch an 8 gigabyte version, which we got, and a 16 gigabyte version, which we didn't. didn't Um, And then later on, it was kind of like through the weeds that, uh, oh, those those variants were canceled because of GDDR6X pricing and and blah, 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 blah. Um, Well, all of a sudden on 
December 31st, we got rumors and some like sightings and and through the weeds or through the through the grapevine confirmation of the existence of a 3080 Ti with 20 gigabytes of memory. Now, Nvidia has not launched or announced that product yet, but it does still exist apparently. Um and we now have a mobile variant of the RTX 3080 that or has 16. 16 gigabytes of memory, which is six gigabytes more than the desktop variant is available with. Let's talk confusing. Yeah. And speaking of confusing, let me click on the next tab, which is uh, NVIDIA has formally announced the existence of the RTX 3060 non-TI card. Now, this one gets really funny because it has about... 75 to 80% of the CUDA core count of the 3060 Ti, which is to be expected. But it's also available only with 12 gigabytes of GDDR6. Which is more than the 3080. Which is more memory than the RTX 3080 has. And more memory than the 3060. And more memory than the 3070. In fact, it is second in line only to the 3090. But it's their $330 card. Uh, I want to know who in the heck at NVIDIA is making these decisions right now. Because I'm confused as all hell trying to read through part numbers and SKUs. And like, I've touched on this a couple of times on the channel before. With the 10 series, they went kind of skew overboard because they had like 19 different SKUs for what should have been five different cards. And I understand all the marketing and, and, and financial things, financial planning that goes into product launches. You don't just launch arbitrary parts, you launch based on the market segment that you're trying to target. And with the 10 series, they went, we're gonna try to target everything because we don't think AMD can catch us. And so we wanna be at every $50 up to 500 and then every $100 up to 1000 And to some extent, they pretty much did that. Yeah. Um, especially late in in, Tur or in uh, Pascal's lifespan, uh, when we had the 1080 Ti, the 1080, the 1070 Ti, the 1070, the 1066 gig, the 1065 gig, the 1063 gig, 1050 Ti, four gigabyte, 1053 gig, 1052 gig, uh, GT1030, uh, DDR4 and GT1030 GDDR5. Um, and that's leaving out a couple of the weird SKUs that were yeah. like non-US market. Um, there was a lot of SKUs going around. Then you had all the mobile variants of those and everything else. And with the 2000 series, they really didn't go that crazy. Um, although there's still the GTX versus RTX split. Um, but now it seems like they don't even know what markets they're trying to hit because who in God's name it, would buy a I GTX 1060 with 12 gig not for non-professional use over a 3060 Ti with six gigs or eight gigs or whatever it comes with. Because I don't even remember because none of their product names make sense right now. I, th I think whatever people are going to, what NVIDIA throws out right now, people are going to buy because you can't buy anything right now. It is just if you can, it's extremely expensive. Even considering 
<laughs> plot twist the RTX 3060 uses DDR4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we got all this dial up over DDR4. Thank you, American Cosper. What do we do with it? <laughs> um, even setting aside the market as it is today with pricing yeah. and, and, and tariff increases and everything else, and the just overall unavailability of literally every SKU that's out there, you can't even buy an RX 550 right now. Yeah, it's insane. Like, like occasionally that one will show up on Amazon and they're still selling for like 135 instead of 90, which is what they should sell for. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous right now. Yeah. Um, but it is so bloody confusing right now, top to bottom. Like normally I've got a really good handle on the exact SKUs, what they're available with, what the bitrate on the memory is. NVIDIA right now is just all over the flipping map. And they had a couple of like ups and downs with the 10 series cards and 20 series cards. Like they had the 2060 KO, which launched, which didn't have the cut down tensor and and RT cores, uh, although they were kind of cut down in software, but the professional workload still took massive advantages of them. And so you got like quadra performance out of a 2060 for 330 bucks. Like that was a stellar deal. And it was a weird one selling, you know, binned down third or 2080 GPUs. Mm -hmm. um, there was the 10 series cards, especially when they launched like the, the 1065 gig in between the, the three and the six with more uh, memory bandwidth than the six, but, uh, or the three had more memory bandwidth, but less memory and, and, and whatnot. They've done weird things like this in the past. And it's like, you get a pass on that. But when your entire lineup top to bottom like let's just walk through it like i'm gonna pull this up right now uh because i don't even know uh, you're gonna get their whole lineup yeah is it gonna include the 3060 geforce 30 series cards okay um so let's see here uh, and wasn't there rumors for there's gonna do the supras or the supers too and they'll probably come out with supers later on like yeah. they were already rumoring a, a 3080 Super. Yeah. Um, and like I said, as recently as December 31st, I've seen mumblings of Gigabyte having 10 3080 Ti models ready to ship with 20 gigabytes of, of GDDR6X. Um, so yeah, it's uh, unfortunately the Wikipedias haven't been updated, so I've only got a couple. But we've got... The RTX 3060 Ti, which has, gosh, where's the, all the numbers here. I know this is a real professional podcast, um, <laughs> which sells for 399, 256 bit uh, memory bus, GDDR6, uh, eight gigabytes there. And then you have the 3060, which is gonna come in underneath it at $330, but come with 12 gigabytes of GDDR6 and the same 256-bit memory bus. Um, then you've got the 3070, which is also shipping with eight gigabytes um, based on the GA104. You've got the, the 3080 with 10 gigabytes. Yep. And now there's supposedly a 3080 Ti with 20 gigabytes and a 3070 Ti with 16 gigabytes. And then you've got mobile variants with more than the core actually supports. And I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to make of all this. 
total insanity. AMD I, 7970 video cards are going for about $130 on eBay right now. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I was, that's expensive. Like, no, that I should was, be a $50 I, card at this point. I had, I had, this is twice. This is, I had two, two friends. One came up to me and says like, I want, I want to build a gaming and streaming PC. Good luck. And I'm like, and I'm like, uh, you might want to wait on that. Um, and then there was another one there. They, they now said that, it's not a good time. <laughs> yeah, they 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 basically had a pretty decent gaming rig. They just wanted to upgrade the video card, and I'm like, uh, no, uh, you don't want to do that. Because right I now. got a 2070, I can sell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sold that one. Or I sold that one a long time ago. What sucks is because I've seen uh, 1070s going for 300 bucks. Yeah, used. Yeah, and I'm like, I I sold I sold my my. Uh, 2070 for 375 yeah which by the way do you need a card to borrow because i have no i still i still have some some extras uh do you need a better fine. card to borrow no i have a 1070 i have a 1070 1070 right okay 1070 okay you're fine, fine. Yeah. you're fine yeah i'm okay i mean i can still get you better than that but you know it, uh, i didn't want I'm you rocking like a 962 gig or something like that no like, no, 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 I, no 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 i can't in good conscience let you keep no that. no no no, no. Okay. I know. I up, I upgraded my monitors. I have, I have 1440p monitors, 144 hertz. That's right. Yeah. FreeSync, everything like that. And uh, the, the 1070 still pushes like most games. I've been yeah. I've been going through my backlog and uh, cleaning out games that are taking up the most space mm -hmm. and just just finishing them. And like, nice. okay, I'm done. I can uninstall it. And they're older games, so they'll run just fine. Uh, I'm okay. Yep. I'm not trying to play, you know, Cyberpunk or anything like that. Uh, heavy palms, two dollar donation. Hey, I'm up for a live show for once. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Good to see you back in uh, since quite a long time. I used to see you all the time in uh, in chat. I don't know if you got a new job and you're just going to bed earlier now or what, but uh, good to see you. All right. Uh, I saw an R an RX fifty five hundred XT eight gigabyte go for four hundred dollars. That is insane. I just bought one for my wife in November, 165 new. Yeah, um, I've, boy, I'll sell you a 5500 XT. I'll, I'll even make you a deal in like 350. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm and kidding, by the way. They're, I, they're I don't sell graphics cards. Yeah, and they're expecting, I think NVIDIA is expecting the, At least through March. Yeah, through March. They yeah. say Q1, but their Q1 lasts long like their mm -hmm. NVIDIA's first quarter is is longer than normal i think it's yeah. like march april march is when they're expecting yeah. um supplies to go back up so i got like a half a year you know a couple months before i'm gonna right. even be able to think about but you know what i gotta save up a little extra money uh, maybe i'll get uh maybe the 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 3080 ti's will be out by then and i'll just pick up one of those instead <laughs> uh heavy says he moved to the eastern time zone and his kids get up earlier double whammy i i oh, feel yeah. you there <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my daughter's been waking up at five 30 lately and, and coming in the bedroom and wanting to, to, you know, rest in our bed for a little bit, which we try not to allow just because I, I like sleep too. Yeah. You can wake up and that's totally fine. Here's, here's your tablet. And <laughs> yeah, thankfully my daddy my son, doesn't open his eyes yeah. before seven, sweetheart. We, we get, <laughs> <laughs> we get my son my son will come in and he's like he usually gets up like around eight which is fine you know at eight's okay but mm -hmm. like uh you know i'm still kind of drowsy i'll like sleep in and he's like oh is it okay if i play some minecraft so he knows how to open up his laptop and start playing minecraft i'd be like yeah, yeah go for it kid 
So he's he's occupied for at least another 45 minutes. Yep. Sorry, here I am checking email on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually more dialed in than this. So yeah, NVIDIA, I don't know who's at the wheel, but they're obviously asleep. Like, yeah. insert the, the Rick and Morty, get your together, <laughs> put it all together, think... put it in a backpack so it's all together. I'm pretty sure they're drunk and just throwing darts at a board being like, right. what are we going to release next? How much memory does this one get? Oh, whoa, 16. 16. Greetings. Ooh, but it's GDDR4. Yeah. <laughs> we got lots of GDDR4s Spicy. in around. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's throw a whole bunch in there. Is That's Samsung like... still making that? I don't know. That's like me. Someone call Elcom. I got, I got like plenty of, uh, tons of hard drives. Three people are really chuckling at that joke right now, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Atari VCS thoughts? I have no thoughts on Atari VCS. Did Atari launch something at CES? I, I don't know. I don't think so, but I've, I've heard of this Atari VCS for a while. I haven't really looked into it too much. Greetings from Denmark. Hello. Glenn. Greetings. All right. So that is going to do it for the NVIDIA news. There, there was a couple more little bites that were announced, but mm. that's the big stuff. Uh, RTX 3000 series mobile, and there's an RTX 3060 coming to a retailer. Never. Yeah. Coming to a retailer and then it's gone. Yep. And it's gone. Yeah. Um, all right. So getting into AMD, uh, this one made me chuckle. This one made me laugh quite a bit because last CES, when we were expecting the release of the all new Threadripper motherboards. There was on the table was WRX 40 and WRX 80. They were expected to launch two separate chipsets uh, for Threadripper. Um, the chips would be fully compatible with both, but if you got a WRX 80 uh, Threadripper chip, you could have uh, eight channels of DDR4 memory and you could have up to 128 PCI Express lanes, just like uh, Epic Milan chips do. Um, however, uh, AMD said, no, those don't exist. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're only launching one chipset for, for Threadripper, and it's the WRX40, 40, and you'll yeah. like it, dang it. Mm -hmm. um, like, I think that was in an official press release. Like, that doesn't exist. We never, never had that, really, because I saw motherboards and renderings and, and like, fully done up, box art are you sure that doesn't exist no that that never happened lo and behold ces 2021 amd is now introducing threadripper pro motherboards with a wrx80 chipset oh imagine that what <laughs> where did this come from <laughs> um so yeah, uh, three new WRX80 motherboards have, or three WRX80 motherboards have been officially announced. Uh, one from Gigabyte, one from Asus, and one from Supermicro. Uh, the Supermicro and Gigabyte boards are both server-oriented or high-end workstation with with professional workstation features embedded, like IPMI and and you know, no RGB and you know, who cares about those. Um, so here's the Super Micro motherboard on screen right now. As you can see, it's got the traditional epic uh, sideways mount profile to it uh, mm -hmm. with all eight DIMMs of 
eight-channel goodness surrounding it. Um, you've got six full PCI Express X16 4.0 lanes to, uh, to, you know, I.O. to your heart's content. Oh, and by man. the way, those are all full speed. Man. There's also three M.2 slots on the side over here. Those are all PCIe yeah. 4.0 X4 full speed slots because Oof. we've got lanes to spare. Uh, there's also two U.2 PCI Express X4 slots or, or ports over here. So yeah, go nuts. Do what you want to do. Lanes are free, yo. Yep. Uh, so that's the super micro board. Um, I'll, I'll come back to that one. I'll circle back. So this is the Gigabyte uh, SU8 motherboard, which again is kind of a server and workstation oriented board. It has IPMI. It has dual 2.5 gig, gig Ethernet. Um, very similar feature specs with seven full PCI Express X16 slots. And I believe a pair of M.2s is what this one has. And then a pair of U.2s as well. Uh, this is the one I think we're really all focusing on, if I'm being honest with myself. Um, Self, it's going to be an interesting tax year because this will be a write-off. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's not going to be it's not going to be a cheap one. So this is the ASUS WRX80 Pro WS Sage, and if anyone's ever seen a WS Sage motherboard from ASUS before, oh good googly moogly, um, <laughs> you are in it's for a, a treat. It is a nice, clean-looking board. It's a beautiful-looking board, um, and. Uh, yeah, so this one is fully workstation oriented. The, they're they're not playing around with with servers or anything like that. This is meant to go in like your professional rendering rig kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Seven full PCI Express X16 4.0 slots. Uh, is it three M.2s and two U.2s? So similar layout to the to the to the uh, Super Micro, mm -hmm. uh, but with all the benefits of you know, an extra PCI Express X16 slot, just in case six wasn't enough. You've got seven, bro. Um, <laughs> but uh, in beautiful, beautiful, like that's a piece of art. I All mean, black. Yeah. Nice, nice flat black. Just flat black. That like screams a, professional. It's like if the Fonz was a motherboard. Yes. <laughs> Ay. Yeah. Ay. Um. So yeah, threads for days. Uh, by the way, there's also some new AMD Threadripper processors which were announced. Nothing too mind-blowing, but there is an all-new uh, 3995 WX, which is a WRX80 compatible 64-core, 128-thread, 128-PCI Express lane chip with like a 4.4 gigahertz boost or some crap like that. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> My mind stopped paying attention about halfway through those numbers because holy crap. Um, yeah, I'm, I might, I might have to. Anyone want to buy a 2950X lightly used? <laughs> lightly. <laughs> You're going to make this re replace your editing rig. It's going to mm -hmm. be your new editing rig. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that sucker's going to scream. Yes. Well, no, hopefully it's going to be quiet. <laughs> well, I mean, in the screaming in the fast sense, not screaming as in like right. <laughs> burning virtual rubber. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, my it's weird because I'm I'm now on a four year old Threadripper motherboard. Um, yeah. I bought this motherboard in November of 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's uh, my 
MSI X399 Pro Carbon. It's been a great motherboard. And by the way, when it launched four years ago, I said that was one of the most beautiful and well laid out boards that I've ever bought. And I stand by that today. It's a beautiful motherboard. Um, but uh, man, that W like, there's still no putting it up against a WS Sage motherboard from Asus or uh, a Designair motherboard from Gigabyte. Like mm -hmm. those are like cream of the crop. Oh, I, I want one of those so bad. Mm -hmm. That WS Sage though. <laughs> I would do things to get that board. So. so your wife's knocking on your office door. Jeff, what are you looking at in there? Nothing, nothing. I'm busy. <laughs> 2950X going to the future craft computing uh, editor. You know, it might um, if anyone ever volunteers for that position because I still can't pay for it. <laughs> See, what sets me apart from other professional YouTubers is other professional YouTubers don't often have a mortgage yet <laughs> and two kids and a wife. And... Yeah. 2950WX. Uh, no, it's just a uh, 2950X. Uh, the WX was the 70 and the 90. Um, so there's the 2920X, 2950X, 2970WX, and 2990WX. So yeah. Yeah, John John's is, only, no, he's only going to get that if he gets like a bunch of his beers from his fridge. <laughs> I already gave John the nicest CPU that I've given any of the hosts. I gave him uh, my uh, 2678 V3, which is mm -hmm. the 12-core, the 24 Yeah, Oh, yeah, that's Xeon. a nice one, yeah. Well, but he does he does editing. You he know, does, too. and that's why I gave it to him. Yeah, like, you're actually going to utilize this. I also gave him a Quadro uh, K5000 with eight gigabytes of RAM because it's like mm -hmm. you're going to. And he he was right at the time considering getting 4K stuff, mm -hmm. and I went, "You're going to need some extra video RAM." Yeah, definitely. here here's some horsepower to actually get you through it. Mm -hmm. So, are you winning, son? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Ian, you son of a... So Ian chimes in. I should be getting the uh, the Sage soon. <laughs> <laughs> I just have the P2, P620 right now. Oh, you poor, poor soul. Oh, that's just... I feel awful for you. How how do you even live on that? Yeah, I don't know. You're like a pauper. Mm -hmm. Begging for scraps in the corner. Please, Asus, I'd like some more. <laughs> I don't know. He can do the accent better than I can. So <laughs> I think that's what it comes down to. <laughs> oh, thanks for tuning in. Ian. what is it like four in the morning there? Yeah, probably. I don't think Ian ever sleeps. I think he just regenerates like the Borg. Oh, yeah. Just like he just plugs got in. The, he's just got the stasis chamber plugs in for yeah. 15 minutes a night. That's that's what I need. I need like a I need like a USB plug on my foot or something. I can just plug in. And it's like kind of just sit there and let me recharge. True story. Lenovo Threadripper Pro board doesn't like 128 gig dims. Well, then what is even the point? It's, I don't know. <laughs> just throw it in the trash now. I know. <laughs> 440 AM. Yeah, that's about what I thought it was. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Notice he didn't deny the Borg stuff. He just said, yeah, it's right. 440. It's like, yeah, it's just 440. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't give a star date in front of that. 
Uh, I could look it up if, really quick if anyone's interested, but <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, all right. Uh, in other news, so AMD also announced uh, they are bringing Zen 3 to the mobile space, which no one ever predicted. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Big surprise. <laughs> yeah. It also means eight DIMM boards are limited to 512 gigabytes. Well, I will at, honestly say, what is even the point then? Um, cause I've got 128 in my Threadripper rig right now. And if, if I want to upgrade, it's going to be 512, but I could certainly see you use cases higher than that. Oh yeah. So, or it could just be Lenovo. I would bet it's Lenovo because the official spec of Threadripper Pro said up, up to two terabytes. It's the same memory controller that's in Milan. And so it should be capable of supporting two terabytes, uh, you know, uh, 256 per DIMM. So... Correct me if I'm wrong, Ian, but that is the official spec. I know on at least the the top two Threadripper Pros. I know there's there's one that's a little weird um, mm-hmm. with with cut down PCIe and memory lanes, but but yeah, um, I'm betting that's just Lenovo, and I'm betting that's a that's a BIOS or firmware thing. Uh, anyway, AMD also announced that Zen Three is officially coming to mobile, like no one predicted ever. Uh, so. Uh, you're getting eight cores of Zen 3 and up to Vega 8 onboard graphics. Man, I wish they would just stop beating around the bush and give us Vega 20. I know it exists. <laughs> Probably. Come on. They've been milking that Vega 8 for a while. I know they have. it. Vega 8 on the APUs launched with Renoir uh, for the 2200 and, uh, 2200G and the uh the 2500 u mobile processors um so at this point number one get off of vega like stop stop beating that dead horse you know at least get on rdna one um but number two please please give us at least vega 20 in an apu that we don't need a discrete graphics card to power like you gave it to Intel for crying out loud. I know it exists because the 8809G is a thing. Eighth, eighth generation Intel mobile processor that was in the Nook Skull Trail or Skull Candy. Skull Candy. Skull, skull Candy. Skull, can, skull Trail was, <laughs> God, what was that? 5400 Series Xeon? Yeah. Um, by the way, I still want one of those boards. If anyone has a Skull Trail motherboard, look me up. I will pay for shipping and possibly a little finder's fee. Um, cause that was the board I wanted way back in the day. Uh, back on track here though. Uh, I know it's eight cores of Zen three coming with the same single threaded performance increases. That is, uh, um, that came with Zen three, but laptops with non-discrete graphics cards. I know, I know there's a market somewhere in the middle there that could really benefit from Vega 20. Um, or Navi 20 or Navi 16 or what, whatever you want to give us. That's more than eight. Yeah. Uh, and Ian says, don't want to cut into, uh, don't, doesn't want to usurp, usurp consoles. I kind of get that. But at the same time, if you're only selling these to laptop and nook OEMs, I don't think you're going to usurp consoles. Yeah. Um, console people are console people. Yep. They're just. <laughs> Ian says he just purchased one. His Skull Trail board arrived four days ago. Oh, man. <laughs> As if I needed more reasons to not like you, Ian. <laughs> it's going to be banned. 
Well, I guess that's one reason to not like you. But... You, could take, you could you could kick him from Discord, I guess. <laughs> God dang it! Ah, <laughs> uh, I've wanted one of those boards for so long. <laughs> Uh, didn't want to eat APU use the Vega 11. Yo, yeah, the 2400G, 3400G, they're all based on the Vega 11. We never got better than Vega 8 on the mobile space. Um, yeah, I've been after Skull Trail for a while. Uh, board, two CPUs, coolers, and 16 gig was 300 euro. And that's not a bad deal. Uh, I'm jealous now. Send, the, send they... pics, Ian. Yeah. Please DM me some pics because I'm super jealous. It's gonna text you his Vega picks. Again, What'd you get wife? the fifty four sixty five <laughs> GPU or CPUs? <laughs> X fifty four uh sixty fives? Because I think that would be the chip to get, or something right around that. I don't remember all of the SKUs from back in that day, but I know that was that was up there. I had fifty four forties. I also had a pair of fifty four twenty fives, which was some of the earliest quad cores that you could get a hold of. So yeah. I don't even care about AMD anymore. I just want that Skull Trail motherboard, dang it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Skull Canyon. Yeah, I, I, I corrected myself to say Skull Canyon, but no, Skull Trail was what I wanted. Um, but yeah, Skull Canyon was cool. That that was the 8809G. Um, uh, not the top CPUs, but like third best. So yeah, you're probably right in that 5450, 5455 kind of range. Um I have one of the XPS two in one laptops with AMD Vega twenty. Yeah, I, and that was one that I really wanted was the the Intel eighty eight oh nine G, which was an eight core or uh, four core eight threaded mobile CPU with Vega twenty graphics on board, and it was all on a stacked silicon. It was impressive. With uh, I believe that one also had HBM on board. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but it wasn't shared memory either. So it was like the best of both worlds in both like discrete and onboard GPUs. Oh, um, nice. And gave like GTX 1060 performance. Like it wasn't a slouch. So yeah. Can't, just give us everything, AMD. Why can't you give us everything? <laughs> That's what I want. They're just trying to suck us dry. That's what they're giving it out. Just crumbs at a time. Mm-hmm. Stringing us along. They got the stick and the carrot. Jeff wants that Core 2 Extreme goodness. Yeah, no, I and I wouldn't even, I don't know if that even, I'd even power it on. I just want it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it. That's all I want. All right. Uh, Intel also made some announcements. Uh, we're going to glaze over their 14 nanometer. And by glaze over, I mean ignore it entirely. Um, because I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. Um, there's Rocket Lake CPUs, which are Whatever. back down to eight cores because they couldn't fit 10 cores on the same die, apparently. Um, yeah, KB Lake G was the 20 CU. Uh, 8809G, hold on. i7-8809G with Vega MGH on board. Four core, eight thread, 3.1 gigahertz, 100 watt TDP. It was uh, not a quiet one. Um, oh, that was Vega 24. Excuse me. 8809G was Vega 24. Okay. I was close. I was close. Um, <laughs> Intel shows off next generation Alder Lake CPUs. And Ian, I used Anantech for like three of the five 
websites we've used so far, so I went seen it this time. I apologize, but I have to get you back for the skull trail. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, 10 nanometer is is coming to consumers. Finally. We're getting it. Finally. In the Alder Lake CPUs. When did we first talk about Intel announcing 10 nanometer? Like three, before four years ago? Before I started my channel. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we were talking about it before you started the channel, and we were like in your kitchen or something like that in your old house yeah. talking about it. Right. Yeah, by the way, my old studio was literally in the kitchen of my old house. <laughs> it was great. Um, but yeah, Alder Lake CPUs are coming to mobile. And I love the quip in the subtitle, but Apple's M1 processors are already better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And not just better at ARM tasks, better at x86 tasks and more power efficient. And I can back up those claims because I bought an M1 MacBook Pro and I freaking love the thing. Um, so if you're interested in what exactly Intel announced here, uh, it's 10 nanometer Alder Lake processors. Um, and they say they're using a December 30th, 2017. So yeah, that would have been in the kitchen. Um, yeah. yeah, uh, so yeah, not long after I started my channel, I think I had a thousand subs then maybe 1200 or 1500 by December 30th. It was right around there. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's 10 nanometer and they're saying they're bringing some secret sauce to it by giving performance where it needs to be and, and whatnot. And it's going to balance, you know, performance and, and battery savings. And this is all... Look, the M1 is freaking amazing. And they're not going to beat it. No, they're the one to beat. They're not going to beat it for a long time. No, not the way they're going right now. Right. Unless they got something magic up their sleeve, which yep. they probably would have announced by now, you would think. Right. I, I've been using that argument and, and that that statement for what feels like since I started my channel. Um, you know, I, I used it when AMD announced seven nanometer. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And the sauce is ketchup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, sauce. Secret sauce of blending the best of performance with the best of battery savings. <laughs> oh, you mean like an Apple M1? No, no, no. They just took mayonnaise and ketchup and mixed it together. Cause that's on five nanometer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alder like comes with Heinz. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, people have been saying, well, you know, no, Intel's got something. They've got something. They've got something. And I said it last December when we were leading up to CES 2020 mm -hmm. that when AMD was expected to announce seven nanometer and then they did announce seven nanometer. And they said, here's a, a sneak peek of, of Epic and Threadripper performance and just wait until it comes to desktop on, on July 7th. Um, that was all that announcement in CES 2020. And Intel came on the stage and went, hey, hey, we've got some new 14 nanometer desktop parts along with uh, this 10 nanometer i3, which really never launched, nope. um, along with a 10 nanometer... Ultrabook i7 is what we're calling it, but it's still only two cores and four threads and a seven watt TDP. <laughs> um, and that's it. Thank you. Have a great CES, everyone. Intel's still number one. Um, yep. Still the best in every category. And 
they were kind of right with that last statement, but also I, I said then, and I said a year before, and I said the year before, if Intel had a counter punch, they already would have used it. Yeah. If they had a card in their oh, yeah. deck, even if it was an announcement for 18 months from now, they yeah. would have already played it. Yes. The reason Intel ousted their CEO this week, the reason Swan is is uh, looking for a new job as of uh, February 15th. Oh, I'm sure he's had a golden parachute. It's fine. Oh, he's got a golden <laughs> parachute. There's no doubt. Yeah. But the reason he's he's on the outside looking in as of February 15th, happy Valentine's Day, uh, is they don't have an answer. I think, they, I think when it's a CEO, it's from his lot yacht looking to the shore. Right. Is okay. Kind of the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Intel has a lot of, of cool packaging tech, several options. It's been baking for 10 years. They just haven't found a way to cost effective way to commercialize it. The software tools haven't caught up either. Yeah. And, and again, unless you have a commercially viable product, you don't have a counterpunch. And, and so unless you have something like in development that yeah. is showing promise, you don't have a counterpunch. And development on CPUs takes three, four, five years. Yeah. And when Zen launched, when Zen 3 launched at seven nanometer and Intel still kind of went, here's another 14 nanometer chip. Guess what? We found a way to squeeze two more cores onto it. Um, I went, they're going to have to do literally the exact same flush and reset that AMD did after yep. Bulldozer and Excavator failed. Um, because those products were dead on arrival. And as soon as they launched, AMD kind of knew it too. And rather than chasing that same architecture, they went, what if we just redesigned everything? How long would that take? Well, it'd take five years. Okay. So How did we float the company five for five years? Yeah. And it was a brilliant move. And this is what they get eight years later is from 2012 to 2017, they had abysmal, abysmal years. Um, like verge of bankruptcy. There was rumors of Apple was going to buy them for quite some time. Um, and they launched Zen and it helped. And then they launched yep. Zen Plus and people went, oh, it's for real. It can compete. It's in, yeah. it's in the conversation. And then Zen 2 launched and they went, holy crap, oh, yeah. you're neck and neck. Then yeah. Zen 3 launched. And like, I'm not oh, even talking, ahead. I'm not even talking, you know, Rome and Milan yet, as far as like server processors go, which is where the real money is at. Um, but just the processor tech itself, they went, oh, you started like 70% of Intel, and then you got 85, and then you got 99%. And now you're 115 looking over your shoulder going, they're not going to catch us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Intel already has two to three CPU architectures done. They're they're just all built on 10 nanometer plus plus and plus 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 and seven nanometer. Right. Uh, hence all the backporting. Right. And and all of these ports that we're seeing right now were supposed to come out on seven nanometer. And they scaled them back to 14 nanometer, which is why we're not seeing the single threaded improvement. Um, which is why. You know, when when AMD came out and said, we got a 15% IPC boost year over year or generation over generation, people went, what? I haven't seen that since 2005. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. 
Hmm. Yeah. Apple buying AMD seems like an interesting alternative universe. Yeah. In some alternative universes, it happened. It was, I think it was a lot closer than a lot of people think because they had conversations. Um, so. Well, wasn't, wasn't there, I think, announced that way back in the early 2000s or, or maybe late 90s that Microsoft had talks with Nintendo to buy them out? Mm-hmm. And Nintendo just laughed them in their face. Just they like, <laughs> Nintendo is one of those companies that, that everyone thinks, oh, they're cute. Yeah. And uh, and whatnot. There was a there was a an, an analysis of Nintendo done because remember Nintendo is over a one hundred year old company. Oh yeah, they started selling trading cards. Right, they started they, as they a started gaming play, company play cards. and yeah, they're still cards. a gaming company. Yeah, but, playing cards. But uh, there was an analysis done of Nintendo. Nintendo could produce the exact same products at the exact same rate, at the exact same cost for the next one hundred years, and still exist as a company without making a single dollar of revenue. Yeah. They're they're a really, really good business. They're not, they're not going anywhere. (laughs) And, and, and that's not to say that they don't make revenue because with a lot of the, the Pokemon and Amiibos and, 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 and digital content, plus all of their first party sales, because remember the thing that drives Nintendo sales is first party titles. It's Mario, it's Zelda, it's Pokemon. It's all those, those other things that go into that. Those drive Nintendo hardware sales, which leads to yep. software sales, which guess what? It's all back home in our own backyard. They print money. <laughs> yep. Maybe it was like 30 years or something like that, but it was a significant length of time. Like Apple's going, I don't know that we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and Apple has $2 trillion in the bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Interesting, interesting times. Um, <coughs> in news that is actually a little bit shocking, uh, Intel announced that they are currently in production of actual 10 nanometer chips intended yeah. to go into motherboards that you could buy. Um, not laptops and not no low volt stuff, but actual 10 nanometer chips. Now, this is the Xeon variant. Uh, so these are our server and high-end workstation chips, but, uh, Intel Ice Lake is quote unquote officially in production today. Uh, you can get up to 36 cores, 72 threads, and up to two CPUs per motherboard, which means 72 cores on 144 threads. And AMD is still going, really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and up to 3.6 gigahertz. And AMD's going, really? Yeah, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yeah. So they are currently in production. Uh, they will be out sometime in, I believe it was late Q1, uh, that you'll be available. They'll be available to purchase for, for server partners. Um, Ice Lake Xeon, already behind Zen 3. And therein lies the rub, doesn't it? Um, because... We've seen now what seven nanometer Threadripper on Zen 2 is capable of with Milan. What happens when Zen 3 comes out? Yep. It's going to be a bloodbath. How many cores can Intel fit if they ditched AVX 512? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, 
I'm going to say 60 because that was the highest in Xeon Phi, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Again, three people are laughing, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm going to guess 60. They couldn't quite get 64, but I bet they can get 60 if my 14 nanometer math is correct. 14 nanometer, yes. Late Q1, probably general avail Q2. Yeah. Answer is not enough. I don't know. Can we bring Moonshot back? I love that store. Bloodbath and Beyond. <laughs> Bloodbath and Beyond. <laughs> it, yeah, the uh, motto of that one is Gowron going, Glory to you and your house. <laughs> Glory to you and your spouse. <laughs> your spouse. Mm. Mm. Uh, that one beer lasted me a long time. Actually. Yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, still like a quarter of the way to go. Well, mine was only 12 ounces. You had a 16, right? Yeah, I had a 16. All right. So we're about we're about on pace. Yeah, we're about uh, on pace. HP Moonshot? Yeah, HP Moonshot. You know, the multi-threaded everything. Yeah. I bet ice like Xeons will be very expensive. Well, yeah, you said Xeon, right? Although Intel is slowly starting to learn they can't price their products 75% more expensive than the competitor anymore. Yeah, they Especially are, when the competitor makes faster, better stuff. Yeah, they're becoming a lot more reasonable. Right. But I'm still not going to buy it right now. I mean, right. Like, no reason. Again, to. remember last year when the 10980XE came out and replaced the 9980XE and they oh, said, yeah. we cut the price by 50%. You mean you're no longer gouging it? Yeah, and let's exactly. Be clear, That's exactly what it is. You're That's still what probably doing. price gouging that part. Yeah. But you can't make money hand over fist anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. I don't know how long Intel can keep this because Intel probably has a good reservoir of cash too that they're probably just... Oh, they do. Intel's off. a much bigger company than just chips. Of course, of course. But, you know, spinning up new chip processes and stuff like that and, and workflows costs a lot of money. Research, R&D, all that type of stuff costs a lot of money. So who knows how much time they got left over to uh, crank something out before they start hitting hitting some hard hard times. Sorry, I had to type that joke in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see what the general consensus is for Intel, especially ten nanometer versus whatever comes with. Uh, with Milan from uh, from AMD, as as well as what happens when Zen three finally land, lands on Epic, um, it's going to be a great question, and it's going to be something that a lot of the industry pays a lot of attention to, um, mm -hmm. because I've said this before: data centers are about performance per watt and performance per square foot. Those are yeah. the two things that matter when you're scaling out a data center. Of course, and right now. It looks like AMD owns both categories. Yeah. Um, so, although curiously though, didn't wasn't there a not a survey, but kind of a, a stat that came out that AMD, the Epics aren't really taking over in the server space as quickly as they thought. There was a uh, there was something uh, a, a current uh, market saturation 
chart that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I fully. I'd need to see the numbers that they came up with yeah. uh, to know for sure. But uh, yeah, Lisa's big push for Milan is enterprise deployment. That's where all the silicon is going. And yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, they said that AMD really hasn't gained any market share since Epic was announced, which I fully disagree with. I know they're making market share. I know they're gaining ground. Now, there's a lot of ground to make up. You're yeah. not going to hit 40% saturation like, you know, Ryzen has right. uh, in, in just three years. Uh, but we're getting to the point where I think Intel's market share is going to start to plummet as, you know, as the chips start to age, X79, X99 generation CPUs, you know, your C602, C604, C612 are starting to be phased out. And now they're looking for, what do we buy now? Yep. Well, guess what? You go seven nanometer Milan and you get, you know, two to one performances performance per watt and way more dense because yep. you can get 128 cores instead of 72 yeah into oh, yeah. a into a two cpu one u box yeah you can get double that onto a two u with four cpus per box like it's a thing so yeah yeah yep uh, yeah, I'm curious to see AMD's end of year financials to see what what uh, Epic Milan really did this year, because I think it's better than the report that I saw. The report that I saw said they actually lost ground in the last quarter, which I'd be I don't I, I that doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Mm hmm. All right. I'm going to go my next beer. I got a big one. No, do you? All right. Well, I got a 22 ounce bomber here. Oh, nice. So I got Brickside India Golden Ale. Mm. So this is like more of like an IP. It's like a, it's like a blonde kind of, but more of a hoppy blonde. Mm-hmm. And it's actually pretty, pretty beefy. It's an 8.1. Ooh. So it's, it's a little on the high side, but not quite. Not quite up there, not like a nine or a ten, so it's pretty big. I I may have to finish off the night with this one. We'll see how quickly <laughs> I go through this. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Sometimes my thirst gets away from me. Yes. And, and Steve uh, is a thirsty boy. I'm thirsty. I was thirsty today. <laughs> so oh god, it smells wonderful. <laughs> and Breakside Breakside is one of the uh you know northwest brewers that I remember when they first came out, I didn't, I wasn't super impressed with them. Yeah. But as of like the last three, four years, I've been super impressed with the, just the amount of quality they've cranked out with just like really, really great IPAs, really, really good stouts. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just an excellent overall. Um, I think that's, that's kind of why I added one of their beers to the secret Santa yeah. package that I sent out this year, because <laughs> man, they do, they do some really great beers. Yeah. Yeah. The Secret Santa panic package I sent out was all Sandy M beers because they're fantastic. Yeah. No, Sandy uh, M is great. And and my Secret Santa got a 2016 Governor's Reserve Pirate Stout. Which is awesome. Like still Governor's Reserve or just, just Pirate Stout is still one of my favorite it's, stouts. Yeah. It, that is my like, I need a big, bold stout. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, you know, it, what is that? A 10.5 or 11% or something like yeah. that standard. Yeah. Um, 
it's like it's like right okay so like a lot of big bold stouts now are almost considered pastry stouts or dessert stouts right right they're kind of almost overly sweet mm-hmm. uh this the 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 reason why I like the Sandy and Pirate Stout is it, it it it's like right at the border. It's still yes. like a good traditional stout, not too sweet. Right. But it's big and bold enough that's almost quite to that dessert level, but not quite there. So you can enjoy quite a bit of it without feeling like heavy and saturated. And, and right. Like, Plus, it's barrel aged, so you do get a little bit of those oak notes, but it's rum yeah. barrel aged. Yes. And so, but it's it's rum barrel aged without going way too sweet with it. And so yeah. there there there's a spicy quality to it. There's a you know. It's it's got some chutzpah behind it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah. Oh no, this is this is excellent. This has got some nice, more traditional <laughs> uh, Northwest IPA piney bite to it. Yeah. Um. So I went with another IPA. Now this is a traditional IPA. Um. Mm-hmm. This is dry hopped with Galaxy and Mosaic. Oh, nice. Those are great. Like, I, I always look for those. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, sign me up. Uh, and I bought it just for the name. Okay. Oh, but, okay. I had that. I had that just not too long ago. <laughs> it is a pretty good beer. So this is uh, from Crux Fermentation Project. Uh, where are they at? They're in they Bend. They're in Bend. Yes, Bend. Bend. Yeah. Uh, so Battlestar IPA. This is a 6.8, I want to say. Yeah. 6.8. 7.8. Excuse me. Uh, 7.8. Uh, dry hop with mosaic and galaxy. I, I had that. I think I just had that on New Year's is when I had that. Yeah. No, I, I saw it. I saw it uh, going through the store today. In fact. Yeah. And I went. I've yeah. got to. Tr- I've got to try that one. And yeah, Ian says, but Jeff, you had that one commenter who said that drinking in a video is never valid. <laughs> yes, I did. But you know what? You don't have to like the beer to like the tech content. Exactly. You don't have to. And that's why you put it at the end. That's why so it's you at put the it end. at the end. Yeah, you put it at the end. You, you don't like it, just turn it off. Who cares? During the video, the beer is nothing but a prop. Yeah, it's just there. And people you go, see. you drink so much. It's like, do you realize I filmed for two hours to get yeah, one of those videos done? Uh, do you know how warm that beer is it's at the end of a shoot? <laughs> it's like basically spittle at the end, you know? Right. If I have a bonus beer, it was six hours later. Like, let's be clear on how much I'm actually drinking. Exactly. But yeah, every time I see you, you're drinking. Yeah, because you have an eight-minute snapshot of my life <laughs> in which I chose to have a beer. I just it just it just blows my mind when people don't know what editing is. Yeah. It's like, do you think I did this real time? Right. I mean, come on. I put cats at the end. My cat shows up whenever he feels like showing up. Yeah. Uh, sometimes what, at the beginning, sometimes he jumps up in the middle, sometimes he turns off the PC that I'm working on. That's everybody's cat. That's just right. cats in general. Yeah. I'm here now. Yeah. By the way, look at that head oh nice that's that right there that's a traditional ip right there that's perfect yes yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah i was gonna i was that's right i was gonna look up to see what i gave that one because i did i know i checked that one in oh that's a four that's i'm a pretty four. sure i either gave it a three seven five or a four i was i would say that i'm flirting between the two i'm leaning for leaning for yeah, I gave yeah. it 375. Jeff gets comments where he's promoting alcoholism. I actually argue the opposite. I feel like I'm promoting responsible drinking. Yeah. Maybe You're not always... on Wednesdays. Maybe not on Wednesdays. <laughs> um, but like in my video, you see someone who's business casual slash professionally dressed. Yeah. Uh, 
talking about the flavor profiles of a beer, where it came from, yeah. why I'm enjoying it, what what you could pair this with. You know, it's it's the yeah. wine pairing of beer shows. Yeah. Um, and you're also learning something that, you know, in the case of like Windows deployment, took me a week to to, you know, script out that video. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the the Pi KVM or, you know, yeah. go down the list of the topics that I've tackled. Look at the freaking yeah. cloud gaming server. Yeah. I didn't come up with that, you know, after a weekend bender. Yeah. <laughs> like, good Lord, people. That was after a bag of mushrooms. <laughs> well, you know, I called my doctor and <laughs> they are legal that's, in Oregon now. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the difference between like an alcoholic and, and a uh, connoisseur. Right. You can drink the same amount. It's just if you can describe what it tastes like, then you're a connoisseur. <laughs> the difference between science and screwing around is writing it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On tap to make scientists of us all. Exactly. You can drink as much as an alcoholic, but as long as you could describe it and rate it and rationalize it, then it's fine. That's completely fine. Um, it's like, ah. Uh, what do you pair with a Prescott Pentium 4? I believe that would be a hot toddy. Yeah, of course. A nice stick of cinnamon. Uh, maybe a maybe a flip. Have so I a, ever tried a, a flip wait. being a a wrought iron uh, heated beer? Oh yes, yes, I've seen those yeah. before. I have not tried it. John has one of those, and we've yeah. never never really used it. Yeah. So he he bought it maybe four or five months before 2020 started. And so we've never been able to get together, but uh, no, there was a flip recipe that I, or a flip cocktail that I really wanted to try that involved like yeah. dropping a whole egg into an Imperial stout and then flaming yes. the whole thing. Yes. Like it, well, it, it gives it, it gives it the caramelized, it caramelizes things because yeah. it's so hot. So have you ever tried Golden Valley Brewing Beaverton? Actually, Golden Valley is in McMinnville. That's where their first brewery is, is in McMinnville. I've been there several times. And actually, Golden uh, Valley is pretty solid. What do you pair with an Opteron? That would be a flight. A flight of, like, your most basic loggers. <laughs> an Opteron. American Pilsners. Yeah. Yeah. A flight of American Pilsners is what you pair with, uh, with an Opteron. Opteron. Reason being is they're split into separate separate glasses and number two they're not even going to get you drunk no matter how many you drink <laughs> pop rocks, <laughs> pop rocks. Yeah. <laughs> gold off drunk goes with grilled cheese no i think grilled <laughs> cheese is tastier than that <laughs> where are we at in this cheese. conversation i don't, I don't even know how know. we got here I, I kind of like where it's going though. It's pretty fun. I'll have a sambuca. I love. Hey, I love sambuca. So a twelve pack of Bush Light, right? Yeah. No, a, a, an AMD Opteron is just a flight of Bush Light. Oh, this is not Natty Ice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So let's get into the weeds here. Let's get get out in into some of the weirder stuff that was announced. Yeah. Um, so Lenovo had kind of the the flagship announcement of this, um, but dare I say I'm more excited about the general presence of this rather mm -hmm. than like who announced it. And that is Lenovo announced the Yoga Slim Seven I, uh, which it 
OLED edition, which is a 14-inch laptop with an OLED display with a 90 hertz refresh rate. Wow. That's okay. I mean, and boy, if I could think of one upgrade for my MacBook Pro, it would be a 90 hertz OLED. Yeah, <laughs> a bigger refresh rate. Than an if OLED. there's anything that it needs to do better, it needs to do that. Um, not to say that my 2560 by 1600 MacBook Pro 13 inch screen is anything to bat an eye at because it's freaking gorgeous. Um, but it's not also not a 14 inch OLED. Yeah. comes with yoga pants yeah i was gonna say is, is it is it the new move Dawson's doing in the new street fighter yoga slim yoga slim yoga slim <laughs> slap into a slim gym <laughs> but the battery life right that's that yeah honestly i would give up two hours of battery life to get a 14 inch oled into a macbook pro yeah i'd give it up I mean, honestly, I've got enough battery life and I never thought I would say that how, or offer that often, up for trade. How, I mean, I, I don't know about you. I mean, there's obviously use cases for different people, but because I have several laptops and mm -hmm. most of the time mine are plugged in. Mm -hmm. 90 um, of the time. Oftentimes mine are not. Mine are not. Oh, really? Um, no, mine are almost always plugged in because I'm just like, you know what? I'm there. There's an outlet. I'm going to plug it in. No, I when I'm when I'm traveling. Yes, I, 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 have I, I almost never but, use a laptop tethered. I, I never do. Yeah. Um, now. When I was working professionally, not, I guess I'm still working professionally, but you know, I pay myself in, so. in a, in a, in a corporate environment. If you could see saying. the lunch I had yesterday. Oh God. Oh it's no. Not I working. think you posted pictures, right? I did post pictures. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've been I, working I, from home for a long time. I know what it's like working from home, right. being able to eat and cook whatever you want. Right. Dude, I made a bomb-ass sandwich today. It was really good. Yeah, no. So for those not on the Discord, you missed uh, you missed quite a meal yesterday. So, um, you know, most days it's like I'm going to have like, like a salad or something like that. Like I try to keep lunch fairly light. But then there's those days that you're just like, I need meat and it needs to be red and it needs to be good. And so I triggered up a couple of burgers and made myself a couple of rancher burgers. And if you've never had a rancher burger, it's a rancher with a whole egg on top oh, uh, with bacon and barbecue sauce. Oh, you put a fried egg on a burger. It's just like it just takes it it's to just the next heaven. level. It takes right. it to the next level. So I had two of those with with third pound burgers each um, uh, on sesame seed buns that were just beautifully toasted um, and tater tots and a narwhal 2020 stout that was my lunch yesterday like name me a better lunch than that i predict that you did not get any work done after that i finished the edit of my video yesterday and oh, posted really? it at, at 5 p.m oh yeah i'm as surprised as you are because i thought i was done i know I'll, after a meal like that it'd be just like oh, you just might as well put chalk lines around me because i ain't I moving yeah <laughs> How are your arteries? Uh, no worse than they were before. <laughs> I think maybe your hip went out of place because your colon shifted. Just like yep. too much the weight. The eggs on need one to side. be runny to make it complete. They were. They were. Yes. Yes. You have to have a runny egg when you have it. Has to be yep. fried in butter. If you do it right, <laughs> if you get a if you get a fried egg, you got to get the edges just a little crispy, with the with the middle still runny. Yep. Mm. So so now when I do when I do my egg, so it wasn't a, a 100% fried egg, although I did do it in oil. I usually do mine kind of omelet style where mm. instead of just like cracking an egg and frying it, 
Um, I will kind of scramble it slightly. So mm -hmm. the yolk is popped and blended break, a little bit, but it's not, bit, yeah. it's not full scrambled either. Right. I will, I will fry that up on oil. Then I'll fold it like an omelet and then cut it in half. And then I lay mm -hmm. the two halves on top of each other. Oh, okay. And so you still end up with some of the yolk being runny. Um, but it is th cooked pretty thoroughly. Um, mm -hmm. but it adds just enough creaminess where I really, really enjoy a burger. Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't, I don't like like a completely raw but warm yolk. Mm -hmm. I want, I don't even say seventy. I want like eighty-five percent cooked and just a mm -hmm. little run to it. That's okay. where I like my eggs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I found doing it that way, I get that texture pretty much throughout the egg, mm -hmm. instead of just like biting into the yolk and going. Like biting into a gobstopper, like no, like like the like the gushers candy from like right. The it's the 90s. worst gusher I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. So so yeah, I I I crack my yolk. I, I'm kind of a heathen like that, but no, I no. I still leave the yellow. You know, runny. you know, it's kind of weird because when I put it on a burger, I don't like I don't like to crack the yolk. But when I just have a fried egg, mm -hmm. I do like to poke the yolk a little bit because I like the the yolk cooked a little bit. Right. When yeah. Just over medium, egg, folded in half. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, with when, just when a I, little oil in the pan, yeah. so you get just a little crispiness, just a little, yeah. That oil, I use butter. I, yeah. I use full-up butter. Um, see, I, I'm i trying this year for the first time in a very long time. I, I know we're getting into dietary talk right now. <laughs> um, That's weird. I, I'm trying right now for the first time in a very long time going 100% dairy-free. Um, mm. So uh, I am allergic to, uh, to whey protein, essentially. Um, I'm not lactose intolerant. Although milk still has like effects on me, but yeah. uh, when I was a baby, it was like get hives kind of level, like oh, okay. like just like this side of anaphylactic kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So now I built up a tolerance over so long, uh, and so I will down a pizza with the best of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and my wife went, you know, you've had stomach issues for years. You were nearly hospitalized with peptic ulcers. Maybe you should like think about your gut health. And so mm -hmm. I've been really, it's not lactose. It's, it's, uh, it's actually the proteins, not, not lactose themselves. And it's proteins. not lactose intolerance. It's, it's an allergy, not an intolerance. Yeah. So um, whey, which is a milk protein. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that could be. Yeah. I mean, like I, I kind of think I might have. Because like I think my found my sister found out that she has an egg allergy, and mm -hmm. and I might be sensitive to eggs as well because like mm -hmm. I like eggs. Yeah. But if I if I have like a big omelet, I feel just sick afterwards. Right. Like I want to throw. And that one. totally could be. Yeah. Now I and, no uh, longer get hives, but I notice my skin. I, I get a lot of eczema on my skin. Like I know I'm going into way too many details right now. Uh, <laughs> but hey, uh, it's all good. We got time to burn. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm trying to go at least for the first like two months of the year, like 100% dairy free. And mm -hmm. does any of the stuff that I'm dealing with get better? And if it yeah. does keep with it. Well, there you go. Yeah, and there you so, go. Yeah. um, so I, I've been doing eggs, uh, eggs over medium. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been doing that as a substitute for cheese on my burgers. Yeah. Um, okay. And so I'm not frying in butter. I'm frying mm -hmm. in just uh, extra virgin olive oil. Sure. Um, and uh, so no butter on my on my biscuits. You, we actually you know, have an avocado butter that I've been using. I was going to say, I was just going to say that you should try like other ones like avocado yeah. or maybe even coconut. We you actually we actually just bought an avocado ice cream that I'm really excited to try. I've had those before, too. They're mm -hmm. actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. So my niece. Um. 
my niece has a uh, juvenile arthritis mm-hmm. and uh, they went in, she, uh, it, it flares up, up and down off and on kind of thing. And uh, she was actually um, uh really really severe case of it at like age six and it mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking to watch um because she's the one of the happiest kids ever and when she was having a flare-up like she couldn't even get out of bed and it, it yeah. was just awful well she went in for for an allergy test and she tested allergic to numerous things that are on the scale oh, man uh, yeah uh, almonds, eggs, dairy, like, Oof. like, yeah, you go down the list and it's like, that's uh, all the things all the, that I all love. The, all the fun things, all the right. great things. Yes. All the great things. And, yeah. uh, and so she found out this like about a month and a half ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's 11 now. Yeah. And, uh, so they're trying to go like 100% strict on her diet and then mm-hmm. introduce like one thing at a time and see if it actually reacts or if it's negligible results kind of thing. Right. 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 Um, and so uh, she stayed at our house for almost a week, uh, a, c- a couple of weeks ago. And uh, and we're I'm also trying to do like the non-dairy thing. And so, you know, we're we're eating like, you know, avocado butter and mm-hmm. and all this other oh, yeah. stuff together. And we're all trying it for, for the first time together. So yeah. it's great. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that means that means no, uh, you know, milkshake IPAs for you or no. uh Mm-hmm. No, no beers with lactose in them. So we talked about buying beer just for the can art, and there was a beer that I picked up today, and I went, "That's great can art. I have to buy that." And I flipped the can over, and it said lactose added, and I went, "Oh, come oh on. God, ah. no! You could have bought it for me." Meanwhile, need it. <laughs> meanwhile, my wife has celiac disease, so she can't have any wheat, barley, or rye. Yeah, which means beer and spirits. Beers, yeah, in general, <laughs> right exactly so it's like okay i'll i'll give up the lactose beer I'm okay although you she i mean she'd probably be fine with like potato vodka or something like that um she's actually fine with most distilled spirits mm-hmm. um as long as their distillation process is pure mm-hmm. um which most of them are most yeah. mass-produced uh distilled spirits so you can go into whiskeys and vodkas and, and all kinds of stuff if yeah. it's been distilled it is likely gluten-free yeah likely because most of it's just pretty much they can't guarantee it because it's distilled from a wheat barley rye base most are yeah right but but there are there are some vodkas that are literally labeled potato vodkas that were distilled right vodka and rum are pretty much safe 100 percent of the time yeah yeah. um at at least potato vodka you know your spudka and and a couple of variants like that some other like cheaper vodkas are grain-based Yes. But, well, yeah. most vodkas are grain based. Yeah. Most of them are, are corn or, or barley based. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but, and it's not just like, oh, just have clear spirits. No, you can have darker spirits too, because the darkness comes from the barrel, the barrel. that it's aged in, yeah. not yeah. the wheat. Yeah. And, and that's a very common misconception. It's like, oh, I can't have whiskey because I can't have any dark spirits. Well, what are you allergic to? Wheat. And it's made from, from barley and corn and rye. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 it's distilled ethanol from barley, corn, and rye, but you're taking only the ethanol out. Yeah. And then what you're left with is ethanol with none of the gluten. Yeah. The and then gone. you age it in a barrel and the oak makes it dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got nothing to do. It's like you kind of equate the color with like the crust of a bread or something like that. And you think the right. same thing. Yeah. Right. But exactly. it's not, that's not the case. Yeah. Because like whiskey, distilled, fresh distilled whiskey is completely clear, completely clear. It doesn't get that start 
start getting that dark color until you start aging it in barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, America, alcohol is radioactive by law. Yep. Oh yeah, like yep. even even like uh, um, a lot of milk is too. Yeah, they're like uh, a UV pasteurized. Yep, which is radiated. Yep. Yep. Everything has to be pasteurized here. Yep. Now it's the same argument for internet service. And I know this is a weird crossroads, but let's keep it tech related here. <laughs> yeah, sure, Everyone sure. goes, why is everything irradiated in the US? Why does everything have to be pasteurized? You know, like in, in the UK, we can get milk delivered to our door and it was pumped out in a farm three days ago. Well, remember the US is really big. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people here. Um, for the most part, like we have 320 million people. It's not a small country. But it's a really big country because yes. of the landmass. Oh yeah. And so the comparison I made the other day is Oregon is eighty percent the size of Germany, with five percent of the population. Yep. Germany are, has eighty-seven million people. Oregon has yeah. four million people, and we're living we, in eighty percent the landmass. Oregon, Oregon has a small strip down the valley, and, and really which, we're, which we're like, here. Yeah, we're like that's like ninety percent of the population right there. Right. So. Right. Um, but yeah, it has to do with landmass and production and transportation and a lot of other things, why everything has to be pasteurized. And yeah, it's radioactive because it's derived from plants. You can't use synthetic, which is non-radioactive. You're entirely correct there as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not due to irradiation, but UV pasteurized is still a form of, yeah. Six, one, half a dozen, another. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because we get into internet service provider and it's like, well, I have fiber here in, in you know, the middle of nowhere, Spain. Well, yeah, the middle of nowhere, Spain still has 70 million people living in it. Yeah, I know. You got you, the middle of still... nowhere, Oregon. Uh, my dad lives in a county with 6,000 people. Yeah. And, and by no... the way, it is six hours away from me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's six hours oh, yeah. away from any town larger than 2,000 people. Oh, yeah. Like that's in the middle of nowhere. If I've we want to talk to about Eastern it. Oh, Oregon. and by I... the way, he has gig fiber. <laughs> well, I know because at right? that point it seems it's okay. So like uh, going if we're out gonna to run copper, we might as well run fiber and just direct well, connect him. Well, one of one of Facebook's biggest uh, facilities is actually in Central Oregon, Sandy, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, no, not Sandy. Or, uh, uh, right outside of Bend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I can't remember the town. It's like it's like, but but it's like it's going out towards Eastern Oregon. There's like nothing out there. It's like yeah. the biggest town out there, and uh, but it's just because property is cheap, and mm -hmm. so you can lay out fiber going out there, and it's it's just cheap cheap property. You can have a whole big facility out there for almost nothing. Yep. Oh gosh, what was it? I can't remember. It's like not Terrebonne. Terrebonne's like north of it. Uh, Tom Scott rejected me for a guest video, said my topic wasn't interesting enough. You can be on my channel anytime you'd like, Ian. You want to come on the Talking Heads? I know it's 4 a.m. start time for you, but you're more than welcome onto a show. In fact, I'd even probably back it up to 5 p.m. my time, which, no, never mind, that wouldn't work because it'd be, uh, you know, 2 a.m. your time through 1 a.m., something like that. Uh, but no, you want to come on a show? You want to do a live show with me sometime? Let's Let's talk. I'd love to have you on. 
Prineville. That's what I was thinking. Prineville. Prineville. Thank Prineville's you. got the <laughs> Facebook data center. Data center I went Madras? No. No. Prine, Prineville. <laughs> Prineville. Prineville. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no. Ian, let's talk. Let's get you on a show sometime. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, of course. Um, so... This one was interesting. Uh, so WCCF reports that TSMC is going to produce Intel i3 processors on a five nanometer process node as soon as the uh, third quarter of 2021. And wow. three nanometer name mainstream, which means i5, i7, i9 by the end of 2022. Um, my first question is what took him so long to outsource it? <laughs> right. Which is probably why the CEO is on his way out. Pride. Uh, <laughs> pride then pride it was pride yeah pride yeah and i will say intel foundries are up until 2016 were considered pretty much the best in the world and and intel still said well our 14 nanometers is equivalent to a tsmc 10 nanometer and when we hit 10 nanometer it's going to be equivalent to a tsmc 7 nanometer right well we're on 7 and you're on 14 <laughs> and ian says doubt <laughs> I, I, I doubted this too, especially since WCCF Tech was the only article that I found on it. But it's a rumor, and we do talk about rumors on the show nonetheless. So um, <laughs> I think producing their own silicon will be the hill that Intel dies on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Intel has a, or uh, Prineville has a lot of big data centers. No, Amazon, Microsoft, Intel, Facebook. Uh, they're all there. Uh, yeah. they're one of the major hubs on the West coast. And it's, and it's because it's cheap, it's right. cheap property out there. Cause it's right. Eastern Oregon. There's, it's like high desert, nothing flat, nothing. Netflix, <laughs> Netflix has colos out there. Um, yeah. there's, you name it, they're out there as far as a, a local gateway that you can hit. I don't know if you've ever um, been up there, but it's 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 actually a quaint little town. It's kind of nice. Yes. No, Prineville's wonderful. Yeah. It's a great town. Um, uh, <laughs> Bob Swan said they'd only use third party if they got preferential treatment, and TSMC said no. And that sounds like TSMC and yeah, Intel probably. Both. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, Intel should sublicense Samsung's five nanometer to replace its own seven nanometer. That would be very interesting as well. Um, but uh, what price would Samsung ask? That's what I want to know. And would Intel be willing to pay? Because remember, Intel for the last 30 years has ran their own fabs. And so there's yep. a price that Intel's used to, and there's a price that you pay on contract. And those are two very different numbers. Oh, yeah. 2,000 an acre in Christmas Valley. Okay, um, but Chris, oh, don't go to Christmas Valley. Don't go to Christmas Valley. That's, that's, there's nothing out in Christmas Valley. Now, as as far out there as Prineville is, Christmas Valley is, is way out is there. Is even further. If yeah. middle of nowhere has has a center point and you're driving to it, drive another 70 miles and you may hit Christmas Valley when you're done. Christmas Valley sounds like a happy-go-lucky place. It is not. It's not. <laughs> Christmas Valley is there. awful. There is nothing And there. I apologize if anyone is watching from Christmas Valley. <laughs> statistically it says no um but uh um yeah so i i'm really interested what price intel is willing to pay to sub out uh fab fabrication um 
but uh, and I even forgot the point I was going to make because someone said Christmas Valley. No, at one point I almost bought 10 acres in the Deschutes, uh, Deschutes Valley uh, for, or no, it was one acre for $10,000. And it was actually just off of Highway 58. And so it oh, was, that's not too bad. It no. was accessible. It yeah. was now it was bare land with water rights. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't developed at all. Right, yeah, it wasn't developed, but there was power on the road, uh, and and now they have high speed internet on the road. You can get CenturyLink there. Yeah. Um, you just have to drill and hope you get a well. That's all right. Gonna, yeah. But I know there's wells in the area. Um, yeah. So my dad actually owned property over there and mm. and had a well on the property. And in fact, the yeah. property I was looking at was literally across the street from his Come place. Come on. Come on, Jeff. Let's get a. Let's and I really thought together. about it. Let's I really thought about together. just buying it and holding on. Let's get let's get some property out in Christmas Valley and let's start a cult. Let's just yep. start a cult. Deschutes was a fun <laughs> Intel core. Yeah, no. What's really funny is when I mentioned somewhere in Oregon, like Nehalem. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been to Nehalem, Oregon? Because I have. Yes, I have too. Yes, <laughs> it's I a have. wonderful little town I, about been, 30 miles south of Tillamook, know, which is another been, Intel core. <laughs> I've been, well, I've driven 101 up and down the coast. I think mm -hmm. the last time, well... I think the last time I went all the way down the Oregon coast was about 10 years ago. Cause we, I, drove, we did it about we five years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we took it and drove all the way down into the redwoods. We, we, we went down into Crescent and then drove all the way up. Yeah. That was a beautiful drive. Oh yeah. High speed. Hey, it's 30 megs and you're 80 miles from nowhere. It's high yes. speed. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was 50 miles from Oak Ridge, Oregon. Try which me. Is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> which is like 20,000 people. Uh, not even, got, no, I think it's 13,000 people. Um, they have a ranger station right on the outskirts of it. There's a fantastic pizza and chicken place uh, that you can stop there. Uh, there's also a Dairy Queen and a Les Schwab. Dairy Queen seems to be They have a McDonald's, but like... no Burger King. They have an A&W that's open seasonally. <laughs> the seasonal A&W is the best kind of A&W. Yep. Let, less less time to develop botulism or, or like <laughs> right. salmonella. Right. Have I been to Copper Mine? I've never been to Copper Mine. Is Copper Mine in Oregon? Is there a Copper Mine Oregon? There it should be because it's an Oregon code or it's a Intel code name. Oh, uh, Tualatin uh, is oh Tualatin is like that's right off. Tualatin's a big city. Tualatin's yeah, just just outside a, Newburgh and Portland. It's it's a suburb suburb of Portland. It's just basically there. Oh, Pentium Three was Copper Mine. That's right. Oh, was it? Yep. Oh, so he's naming off he's naming off Pentium. Yeah. Or uh, Intel Intel code names. Yep. Uh Waldo. Oh, Waldo is copper mine. Yes, I've been to Waldo. Yes, I have been to Waldo too. Yes. Oh, Walt, Walt, there's Waldo Lake. There's Waldo, Waldo, Lake. Waldo Lake. No, yeah, I've camped yeah. on Waldo Lake. Yeah. It's I have uh too. the third cleanest lake in the US. Exactly. Well, I think it's in the world, actually. Right, in the world, right. In the world. And there's yeah. also Clear Lake up in Detroit. Yeah. Which is also on the top. I think that's number five. Yeah, it's way up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yes, I have been to Copper Mine. Uh, Tualatin, Bonnell, Saltwell. Merrill, Oregon. I don't know. Where's Merrill? I don't know. I have to go look that up. Maybe? Yep. I might have driven. It depends on where it's at. I might have driven through it. There's a lot yeah. of little times I've driven through. Knight's Corner? Ooh. No, I don't think I've been to Merrill. That's that's kind of that's kind of way out there. That's like almost by Christmas Valley. Uh, there is no Knights Corner, Oregon. Um, there's a 
famous uh, person in Oregon by the name of Knight, in Phil Knight of Nike, who's also in Beaverton, Beaverton Hillsboro. Yeah. Um, and has a number of uh, kettle chips. Oh, yeah. Oh, kettle chips are awesome. Yeah. I was thrilled when kettle chips started showing up on planes. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. I am home. All right. We got a couple more to get through. Um, sure, sure. Ian says he doubts the TSMC. I say, well, if Intel stagnates too much, it may happen it, still. It may be, yeah. It may be their only play because if they now, have a long time now to here's ramp the up, deal. what do they do? TSMC publicizes and, and it's readily available. Who will be utilizing their fabs at what point in time? Because they're also a publicly traded company. And so they're answerable to their stockholders. And we knew that AMD was going to be making seven nanometer processors sometime in April leading up to a July launch. We knew that NVIDIA was going to be making seven nanometer processors uh, in August leading up to a October launch. Like it's all in the cards. And so if yeah. all of a sudden Intel shows up as a seven nan or as a seven or five nanometer partner. Kind of makes sense. You're gonna know. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they would have to outbid AMD or Qualcomm. And that's the thing is AMD and, and Qualcomm both are, are partners of TSMC and pretty much have priority on, on fab time. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and that's a tall order. So again, it's we're used to paying our own fab time, which is pennies on the dollar. And then we have to contract with someone else. That's Those are two very it, different uh, numbers. Differences, yeah, completely different. They're not used to that. Uh, this one, this story is a little bit out of left field, but I felt like sharing it because it's just funny. Yeah. I um, like it. so hacking is kind of a dirty word on YouTube and I've just been demonetized and I understand <laughs> that. And sorry, hiccup Jeff is here. Hiccup Jeff is completely different than editing Jeff, um, or talent Jeff. Uh, so, uh, hackers have figured out how to run Ubuntu, full Ubuntu. On the iPhone 7. Nice. And it's up and running. <laughs> and you can download it, I believe. Uh, but yes. So here is an iPhone loading Ubuntu. Two cores. Oh, yeah. And it works. Yep. And here's the desktop interface. Or no, here's the, the shell login. Excuse me. So they just they just have shell up to yeah, shell. Yeah, we, they we don't got have, shell. We, we, we don't no, have no, X no. yet. Well, there, there's supposed to be some. Um, I don't know. Is there some? There's an Ubuntu Android, but that's Android though. There uh, was an Ubuntu mobile project for a while. Yeah. Uh, that's since gone by the wayside. Yes. Um, there was also a Firefox mobile project that's also since gone by the wayside. Um, I'm sure the code's still out there. I'm sure people can still. Oh, get I'm it. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's all open source. There, there's, yeah, yeah, it's available. Hiccup Jeff is the absolute most professional Jeff. That's right. That's right. Oh, so yeah, uh, you can now run Ubuntu on a window or on an iPhone seven. Just the shell, though. Just the so, shell. Yeah, which is you know. 
you can run all of Ubuntu from the shelf if you really it's want. Better to. than what we had before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, true, true. I just thought it was a fun little nugget. So ah, I thought it was pretty cool too. Yep. Uh, we do have one item of beer news, and yes. uh, it is one that's actually kind of concerning, since most of us buy our beer in cans. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed too, um, the trend of the 16 ounce can. The 16 ounce can has become almost the prevalent way. Uh, exactly, right there. Right. You're the not buying four packs, and or you're not buying nope. six packs anymore. You're buying you're four buying packs. Four of packs. 16s. Four packs of 16. Which, and you're buying four packs of 16 at like the 16 to 20 dollar mark is kind of what the going price is. Right. At least, at least in our area, anyway. Sometimes they're 10, depending on what it is. But depending usually on what it's it is, like yes. 10.99 to to 19.99. Those right. are the prices but, that I see. But when you find like a nice you know, hazy or something, or like a nice stout or something like that. And a four pack of 16, it's going yeah. from like 18 to 20. This, this was $16. Yeah. For the four yeah. pack. Okay. That's, that seems about right. What's, and, what's and the percentage the on that? the crux was 12, I believe 12 or 13. So yeah, oh, that's, right in that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because actually the, the four sixteen is the size of a growler. Yep. Half a gallon, which is about what a growler is. So yeah. they're basically selling a growler. Well, so in four this, cans. Yeah. Well, the six twelves is right there too. Yeah, that's 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 true. That's true. But I I don't know why the 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 four sixteens is becoming more popular than than the four twelves. I exactly honestly myself prefer four twelves or six twelves. I kind of do too. Yeah, because you feel like you can share them more if you want to. Right. I have six of these rather than just four. And right. And, and, and this mine is a unique circumstance. I understand. I usually drink one on, if I buy a four pack, I drink one on talking heads. I drink one on a live show. I have one to give away and one to drink myself. That's how I distribute all my four packs. So I drink three and I give one away. Typically, usually I save one for John so he can review on his channel. Um, but with a six pack, I've got two more that I can just drink with lunch or exactly. have with dinner. With like, yeah. boy, this would pair really good with the steak I'm having tonight. Right. I'm going to go crack that one open. Yeah. When, when I have only a 16 ounce can to, to, you know, to spare, I'm going, I don't want to open it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not too sure why that's become the trend, but it's mm-hmm. become the trend. So between, like you said, the six pack and the and the four sixteens, cans have taken up a good market share of of, yep. of how beer is distributed. Yep. So in 2019, cans made up 60 percent of all beer sales in the U.S. That's all beer sales, not just yeah. retail. Um, so that's eggs. That's everything else. And in 2020, that number has skyrocketed because, well. We can't go get can't a go pint at yeah. the local pub anymore. Yeah. And so what are we all doing? We're all buying our beers in cans. Yeah. Um, and so this one is a pretty major announcement. This comes from Bell's Brewery uh, up in Michigan. So Hop Slam will only be available in bottles this year because of an aluminum can shortage. Yeah. Um, and the shortage has been a long time coming. And uh, they give it, like three different reasons. Number one, kegs are not selling at all and people are going to retail and buying beers because, well, we can't go out and drink. Mm -hmm. Number two is uh, 
that was the way the industry was going anyway. And the 16 ounce has become a lot more popular than the 12 ounce. And 12 ounces available in bottles or bombers, but not 16s. And the third reason is because no one sells seltzer in a bottle, do they? Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was just a great little well towards not, the not, towards not the seltzer until, market. Not until they start doing bourbon barrel aged seltzers. Once they start doing bourbon barrel aged seltzers, then they're going to be coming in bottles. Someone's been listening wax, to John way wax too much. Dipped, wax, wax dipped bourbon, bourbon barrel aged barrel seltzers. Aged seltzers. <laughs> you know what? It better be vodka aged. <laughs> Because that's the seltzer equivalent. He should do that. I, I think I'm going to talk to John after this. We're going to be like, okay, you got to do like a video where you make a bourbon barrel aged seltzer. Just take some, just take some oak staves, soak it in whiskey, char it a little bit, get some seltzer, stick it in I'm there. I'm on board. Let's, let's, yeah, I'm let's on do board. it. Let's do it. Well, we yep. were talking because he was talking about, um, you know, clearing out his fridge and he's got all that uh, MD 2020 and all that garbage right. stuff he's got at the bottom. He wants to get rid of it all. Yeah. And I think in the Discord, we were talking about, oh, let's just go pour it all in one bucket and drink it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all for that. I can do that. Let's do uh, it. So <laughs> someone suggested at one point, you know, you could always do talking hit, or uh, I, I I said, I can't drink for some reason. I don't remember what I said, but I, I said, I, I haven't been drinking a whole lot lately. And uh, someone goes, you could always go over to John's house and drink. He was looking for someone to clear out his fridge. I said, yeah, the yeah. problem with that is John also pours me his home brews. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you kind of have to take the good with the bad. Oh yeah. Well, okay. So he's John's had a few good homebrews, not that many. I have yet to see a resurgence of the Depacha. No, I, I. That's his best that he's ever made. Yes. And why he doesn't go back? Amazing. And it took him three days, and there's freaking no excuses. Yeah. And why he doesn't go back to that? I don't know. It was. It was very, very good. Yeah. I, I, I quite enjoyed that. So okay. for those who don't know, Depacha is essentially a Mexican cider. But rather than an apple base, it's pineapple. Oh, and it's and, and it's pineapple, brown sugar, and nutmeg, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. Well, John, John, when he did it, he threw in, uh, he threw in a bunch of pineapple. Mm -hmm. he, like you said, cinnamon, some nutmeg, and some some spices in there. Yeah. But he threw in a bunch of coconut as well. Yeah. And I think he threw in some oranges, and I think he threw in some a little bit of of citrus, like lemon and lime, just yeah. a bit yeah. to part it up. So it's kind of uh, an amalgam of mm -hmm. citrus fruits. And it but was, it's a three day steep. That's yeah, all it is. It was, but it was absolutely delicious. It, it was, was phenomenal. Really good. That was the only beer that I've, and no offense to John, that was the one uh, beer that I drank from John. And I went, yeah. you could sell this. Yes, that was that was a very 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 good beer. Um, How big is a torpedo? Uh, Sierra Nevada torpedo. That's what a seven zero. I, I have no idea. It's not a big beer. I don't think so. I know it's not like a double or anything like that. Right. I think it's a 7-0, maybe a 6-8. I'm going to look that up. Yep. Sierra Nevada Tepito. Yep. But yeah, no, that that Tapacha was freaking amazing. And he's never made it again. And it's no. like, why? Why are you toying with like a 6% stout? Freaking make that Tapacha every single time like if yeah. you're making four beers that should be one of them right i know well not only that we do every year we do a cider yeah right so take the cider base and just throw all the tapacha stuff in there start throwing pineapple in there start throwing all the fruits in there and see what happens make like a, in a sangria apple sangria or whatever right i would i'm, I'm still on board 
I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to do You're that. going to do an, ap an I'll, I'll do apple now. sangria? Yeah. I'm, I'm on board. The, I'm going to take the apple cider. Torpedo 7.2. I, yeah, I was 7 really close. Yeah, 7.2. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to make my apple cider this year. And then I'm going to get some pineapple. I'm going to get some like coconut. I'm going to get some limes and some lemons and just throw it in there and let them soak for, like I said, three days. Yeah, it's three, we'll what, three or four yeah. days is the steeping process on that yeah. one. Yeah. And then you literally you know, bottle it and you're done. Well, we keg it, but yeah, you yeah, keg it. We'll keg but, it. We'll keg it. Yeah. And it was five and a half, six percent. Like no, it, I think, I think his was higher. I think his was like seven. Was it? I believe his tapache was like about 7%. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And it was very, very, very good. Yeah. And ever since then, all of his beers have been like, uh, not good to okay. <laughs> Which brother is the better brewer? Uh, if you're going to say like, mm. I, 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 I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think I am. I, think I, I will am. say I have had much more of John's than Steve's. Yes, that's true. The reason why is because mine are so good. They're gone before you get to try <laughs> That may be true. That may be true. That's true. Well, because I used to have, I have a neighbor who also loved beer. Uh, he, he since moved away, but every time I made a brew and if it was like halfway decent, Mm -hmm. He'd be like at my house every weekend, like drinking four or five pints. What's really funny about about him when 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 we lived right next to each other? Oh yes, yes. was I'd oh, come yeah. over at like twelve thirty, and we'd be out there, and and we'd be out on the porch. No, no, no. I'd come over at twelve thirty, and and we're like drinking beers in in Steve's garage, yeah. and all of a sudden someone's beating on the on the front door. And it's your neighbor and he's going, come out. You got to try this beer that I just found. Yeah. It's like a 14%. <laughs> it's freaking yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm like, is I, this normal? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Yes. <laughs> I, I I loved my old neighbor for that. He was awesome. <laughs> was I was, I'm kind of sad that he moved away. I'm yep. bummed about it. Yep. He's paving in another state now. He's in Washington now. He's just yeah. he's just north of Astoria. His mm -hmm. property is 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 actually quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. He's right there. Um, there's a tributary of the Columbia off of his property, and he can go salmon fishing. Oh, that's his awesome. in his backyard. Oh, if he wants to. So, um, um, I see, understand why he moved. See, see, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous as well. I mean, that that sounds beautiful. Um, yeah. But uh, my dad just bought 40 acres over near John Day, Oregon, and oh, yeah. and he's been like every day. I get pictures of like this herd of elk just like ran through right. my front yard oh, yeah. and and crap like that. It's like just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's really funny is I've had deer in my yard since I moved. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, I, I've uh, I've like in my yard, not just like I can see deer from my house, but like, no, in my yard, like we I can get, throw an apple at them and hit them if I wanted to. And they would probably we, like grab it out of the air and laugh at me. We get majestic herds of raccoons. Yes. Skunks and possums. Yeah. Yeah. You get is, a lot of skunks the, there. Yeah. Luckily, oh, up here, God. we don't get any skunks. I was oh, really happy about skunks that. Skunks over here. So many skunks. Uh, I, I sniped a few uh, with my pellet gun when I, I lived in Jervis because. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. So many skunks in the valley. Yep. Uh, uh, also, starlings. There's a lot more crows and a lot fewer starlings. And I think that's because crows oh, yeah. are a lot smarter and a lot meaner when people start invading their turf. Mm -hmm. And uh, whereas when I lived down in the valley, it was it was all starlings. Yeah. What I found is that if you shoot a couple of starlings and then you leave mm -hmm. their bloodied corpses on your fence, they will leave your house alone. 
Oh, so they 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 Oh, they are react, very smart. They react to the uh, medieval uh Oh yeah, in, nothing in, says obey me like a process. bloody hand on a fence post. Oh yeah, there you go. You get little tiny toothpicks with sterling heads on them just right. lined up over there and they're like, and, "Okay." And that sounds gruesome, but let's be clear and are we at 10 o'clock? We're four minutes before 10 o'clock. I'm going to swear yeah, right yeah. here. Uh, starlings are the assholes of the bird nation. <laughs> oh, they are. Starlings will oust any species of bird. They're an invasive species and they exist in all 50 states. And they are they are pests. They are considered pests in all 50 states. And so in all yeah. 50 states, you can kill them without reckless with reckless abandon. Yeah. And uh, and. Rant alert, not quite. This isn't quite rant, rant, rant worthy. I'm, I'm going to save that button for now. Yeah. Um, but they really are the jerks of the bird world. Yeah. And, and there's a reason a lot of birds nationwide have died out. And it's because starlings, starlings. Will, will come in and adopt their nests and kick the hosts out of the nest. Not only that, but will break the eggs and kick the eggs out of the nests and adopt those mm. nests. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is mine now. Yeah. And uh, they did the same thing to doves and blue jays at the house that I was at, uh, that, that I lived in for the last 10 years. Well, I have a really nice pellet rifle. And uh, and it's it's fairly quiet, but it's a 22 and it packs a punch and, and it was dialed in for, you know, 40 feet. Yeah. And so every spring I would sit up on my balcony and I'd snipe starlings for like two days. And then when I was done, I would put like two or three of them on the top of the fence and, and let them sit there. And lo and behold, I never had a starling problem on my property for the rest of the time that I lived there. <laughs> they would camp out on my neighbor's roof and go, no, 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 you don't freaking want to go there. You went all, Yeah, you went all Game of Thrones on the starling. I did. There, yeah, and you know you what? Go. It works. It totally yeah. works. <laughs> um, and I, I've heard that from quite a few different uh different locations. In fact, uh, Ted's holdover was one. Uh, oh, yeah. so he's, he was one of the YouTubers that was kind of banned in the anti-gun, uh, uh, exodus, I guess you could say that YouTube yeah. had. Um, and, and all he was, was an air gun channel. And, and I freaking love Ted's holdover and quite a few other, uh, air gun channels because I, I like air guns. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if you, if you have a problem with starlings, kill a couple of them, leave their corpses out for a couple of weeks and you won't yeah. have to deal with them for another three years and then rinse and repeat three years later. But you're getting a lot of cats rubbing all over your fences. Just be like, yeah. what is that? Smell? Yeah. All of a sudden we have cats. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, acorn shells do really well with cats. Oh yeah. So I didn't know we, that. That's we had a, we had a garden and we covered it with acorn shells and they stopped crapping in our garden because they don't like hmm. walking on the acorn shells because they're hmm. sharp. Uh, oh, acorn, yeah. okay. Acorns and walnuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have all of the, the like suburbanite like tricks to keeping yeah. stray animals and invasive species off your property. <laughs> the life hacks to get them yeah. all out of there. You didn't know you came here for this content, but here it is. Uh, it's there. Well, that's every single every single talking heads is a surprise. You never know what you're going to talk about. That's right. How did we yeah. get here? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have to go rewind and look at that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to rewatch this episode because this, this one's had some interesting twists and turns. It just went everywhere. Uh, where to get oh. 20 caliber pellets besides Russia? I don't know about 20s, but 22s. Uh, there's a number of companies that make 22s. Yeah, there's there's plenty of here in, in the right. United States. Um, in fact, uh, I, I've been thinking about going 25, uh, going with a PCP, like uh, pre-charged pneumatic. Yeah. 
Um, right now, I have a really nice nitro nitro piston. Uh, gosh, who makes mine? Uh, I'd have to go back and look, but I I, I have a really nice nitro nitro piston two, uh, uh, pellet rifle. Uh, that's a twenty two, and for most pests that we get around here, so. Yeah, I don't know that I'd take a raccoon with it, but... You'd piss them off, and they I, might skulk away, but that's I, about I it. I don't like pissing them off. It's either kill it or don't shoot. Yeah. And so if I have a headshot on a raccoon, yeah, it's dead, but you gotta be I, sure it's know, gonna be a headshot. I, we have plenty of raccoons around here. I've never had them be too much of a nuisance, to be quite honest. The raccoons haven't been bad where, no. where I was living at, and, and over here, they're almost non-existent. No. They're like, I see them every once in a while. The raccoons in they're... Oregon are really fat, and they don't like to climb the hill, and so I think yeah. they see the hill and go, oh, no, screw that. I think I think <laughs> they just get, they get enough, I think they get enough food somehow, and they just don't invade people's houses as much. I don't see them right. knocking over trash cans or anything like that around here, so we're just like, we see them, and we're like, oh, hey, look, it's a raccoon, that's kind of yeah. neat. And then they, they kind of skulk off and that's about it. Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've, I've shot a couple of skunks, but, um, uh, those were like guaranteed headshots cause they don't move. They're, they're not fast. No, they don't. You, and, and if you know your rifle and if you know your gun, yeah. uh, you can, you can pluck those off pretty quick. Raccoons are a little bit faster moving. Yeah. And, and so I don't know that I'd take a raccoon. I have taken squirrels and I've, I've taken a number of starlings because a body shot on a starling and, and you Just, can take them down. Poof, you can take them again. Yeah. If oh, yeah. you hit center mass, they're down for the count. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Raccoons are hippies in Oregon. Yeah, they they sit at the bottom of the hill and they go, there's a lot of good food oh, yeah. up there. Ah, screw it. I, I have <laughs> never seen a skinny raccoon in Oregon. Nope. They're all fat, nope. tubby lumbering masses of fur and uh you know burglar mask that's mm -hmm. kind of <laughs> they're like they're like the lovable rogue they're the epitome of trash pandas like i yeah. like i know trash pandas is kind of a meme but they okay, don't but ex yeah <laughs> they don't really get into trash around here though they don't, they don't. i've never they don't really see them do that not yeah. around here anyway well there's enough fruit trees around here growing in people's yards that i, I don't think, think that's they what need it is to. I think that's what it is. I think they're just looking for the pulpy fruit and whatnot. Right. They're looking for the easy score. They're not going to crawl yeah. into a garbage can when there's an apple tree with 70 cores on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know. yeah. The, so the raccoons in Oregon are very, very lazy. Yeah. 40 pound raccoons. Uh, I've seen 30s. Yeah, I would. I, I think I've seen a couple of raccoons that would probably come to that size. Yeah. In my back. Right around 30. Yeah. I, I guarantee Definitely. it. Don't kill possums, truly helpful creatures. Yeah, possums are probably the number one roadkill in Oregon. Um, but yeah, no, they yeah. are very, very good for the environment. Yeah, I don't mind possums that much. They don't get in my way. They kill a lot of uh, small vermin and, and rodents. Vermin, that parasites, etc. Yeah, All kinds of, yeah, I, I leave them alone. They're fine. We had a squirrel chase our bulldog here in Vancouver. Yeah, no, the squirrels in Eugene are actually scary. Um, I know you're not from the Eugene area. You didn't spend a lot of time there, but I grew up in the Eugene area and especially around the U of O campus where they're all like hand fed because there's a bunch of university students going, well, I have some extra sandwich here. Why don't you have some Subway? Um, yeah. and so all the, the squirrels in Eugene are like 12 pounds and pissed off all the time. <laughs> all the squirrels in Eugene are like, you will give me the nuts. You will give me the sandwich. Yes. Give it to me now. That is mine. Give it to me. I will poop on you. Yeah. 
No, squirrels have actually like chased people and bitten people and like they're they're angry little cusses down at Eugene. <laughs> I have the rabies get away. Yeah, up here they're not so bad and and up here they 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 will, you know, dilly around on our trees and whatnot. And I did have to kick one. Uh so we have uh an entryway which has some fake columns on it. And so they're hollow columns. And I had one like filling it with acorns, so it was like a quarter fill full of acorns by the time I finally caught the little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like he was going to town. Like he was going to be squirrel Lord once winter hit <laughs> the squirrel godfather. Yeah. Yeah. What does this you ask me on? The <laughs> <laughs> what does this you ask me on my squirrel daughter's wedding? <laughs> you want more chestnuts? Or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the godfather scroll would say. Why you, why you ask for these filberts? I, I have these filberts, <laughs> but by the way, they're filberts here. Yeah, filberts, yeah. Not well, okay, te technically filberts are wild. Yeah. Uh no 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 wait, I take the back. Filberts are 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 um are domestic harvest. Domestic hazelnuts are wild. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, they're filberts. They're God filberts, yeah. I will die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it is 10.05. Uh, we do have one quick one news more. blurb quick. to hit. Yeah. Uh, and it's an exciting one. And it is that Lucasfilm Games, the recently resurrected Lucasfilm Games, I might add, and yep. Bethesda have jointly announced they are collaborating on a brand new Indiana Jones adventure game. Yes. Oh, they didn't say adventure game. They just said just that it's Indiana a, Jones, a, a, a game. Jones game. Yes. Right. So, because like the first couple of Indiana Jones games were adventure games, but then right. they started venturing more into like the Tomb Raider esque right. style. And uh, I've been a fan of all the Indiana Jones games except for e even oh, desktop adventures. Uh, no, I didn't like desktop. Adventures. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't like that one. I had Yoda stories. I had Yoda stories too, and I didn't <laughs> like Yoda stories either. I thought that was boring. Um, uh, I was a little bit younger than you, and I played the hell out of Yoda stories. Okay, desktop was, adventures. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, so I was I was I already, played the hell out of that thing. <laughs> I was already working in my own corporate gig when Yoda stories came out, so that's pretty bad. Okay. Uh, See, I was yeah. like 13, 14. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that. I was like uh, just in that demographic. Like right now we go like, oh yeah, they're the Minecraft kids. Yeah. I was the Yoda stories desktop adventure kid. So that was weird because like Minecraft already is transcending multi-generations. Oh yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy how that is. Cause I like, hosted we, a Minecraft server in 2010. I know that's 10 years ago. Right. A, a video game that transcends like a, a Those kids have since graduated and there's new middle schoolers discovering it for the first time. I know. And they love it. It's my daughter crazy. is trying to explain Minecraft to me and it's like, honey, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no, my son too. He loves Minecraft. He tells me all the things about it, and I'm like, "Wait, yes, I know. there's a third realm? What the hell?" I know. Right. Yes. What is the end? Yeah, he, no, he knows all about that. He tells me no, all I, about that. Yeah, my daughter too. Yes, everything, everything about Minecraft. Yes, it's a crazy thing because, like, when I was a kid, when I was their age, it was like the Atari, and of course, by the time, you know, I got up to like ten or thirteen, Atari was old hat. They wouldn't yeah. even talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, there's right. There's some kids who like they played Minecraft and right. 10 years later, they're still playing Minecraft. Those kids are in college now. I know. I know. <laughs> and their their kids still play Minecraft. Right. Which is which is kind of weird. Someone said they just brought their server back online. I brought my Minecraft server back online 4 months ago, I want to say. 
I've I've had one for a while, just so my son could play with his his nephews. Yeah, we we have my, we my have nephews, a family and friends server, and there's yeah. there's twelve people on it. it it's not yeah. like it's not active, and right. it's active every day. And in fact, I finally introduced my wife to Minecraft, and she won't get off the. she's worse than my daughter is at times i know i mean it is it's virtual legos so i mean i don't mind it so much because it is a very good creative tool i think um it's not it's not like super obsessive it's it has some creative elements to it so i'm not like super so so uh, so i i I built like a a moderately sized castle with a basement and and like three levels of a basement and like this Mm -hmm. is my storeroom and this Mm -hmm. is my automatic smelter and this is like i i went like for me what is fairly hardcore which took me like you know seven or eight hours of development to to figure out um and then i have my brother-in-law who recently graduated college and is currently unemployed thanks to covid and <laughs> and so he's built like like the great wall of china that intersects the oh continent oh my god <laughs> and it's it's like 17 bricks high and it's all yeah. and it and when i say brick i i mean mm-hmm. brick like he he took the he took the cobblestone and smelted it down into brick and then oh, yeah. like it's brick <laughs> and it's like my castle is cobblestone that's all the effort that i'm gonna put into right. it god dang it you're what lucky I, I have a glass <laughs> you know greenhouse what i what i typically do is i'll go and i'll find if, like it's, some, if it's past one level of smelting it's not worth it no i'll i'll find some pixel art i'll find some like pixel art and then i'll recreate it in minecraft yeah so no, I what have, i like, did uh-huh. so you're gonna like this so what I did is um, on the server side of things, uh, we run a spigot server. And okay. so we, we do have a couple of mods that that either mm-hmm. help with moderation or like reversing, like like the kids got too close to, to the in-laws, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we'll delete that structure and return it to right. stock kind of thing. Right. Like that's what I use it for. Yeah. But you can also import schematics into WorldEdit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I imported the Defiant. <laughs> And so on yeah. my continent, I have the Defiant hovering above my castle, and it's freaking amazing. <laughs> and by the way, it's two scale, like two, two person scale, yes. scale yeah. with full decks integrated into it and like redstone activation switches and all kinds of crap. It's like, yeah, that's my continent. Stay off. <laughs> I know we went off the LucasArts thing, but yes, a new Indiana Jones movie, or not movie, game. Uh, it's is Bethesda that's doing it, right? Yeah. Bethesda, but it's it's actually uh, Machine Works is the developer. Yeah, and Machine Works the one, is, is the studio, right? Yes, they're they're the ones that did the uh, more recent uh, Wolfenstein games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, take that what you will. I mean, the first two Wolfenstein games were pretty good. The latest <laughs> one was like, eh, whatever. But Ian says he played Minecraft for all of twenty minutes at an Nvidia RTX briefing. <laughs> actually the the rtx uh version of minecraft is pretty cool it's actually pretty great it's the problem great. is you need to have the windows 10 version not the java version and everyone yes. plays the java version yes you have to have the windows 10 version yeah. or else you don't get the the cool things yeah but. yep i i love that the java version is so powerful when uh, microsoft cannot move beyond it no well, like there's so the, many 
because there's so many mods out for it. Right. There's like, there's They've so many tried mods. so hard to push the Windows 10 well, version, even the, giving it away for free if you bought Windows 10. Like, here, have the new version of Minecraft. They want that because they and want that to wasn't they want enough to, to get it. people to stop spending $30 on the Java version. No, they want it, it because they can monetize enough. it. Yeah. They want to monetize it. That's why. Right. Yeah. Well, they paid $2.2 billion for it. Oh, they yes, better freaking want to monetize it. Yeah, not just sitting pretty. He doesn't care anymore. Right. <laughs> he doesn't care. Jeff, you have to do a video showing that. That might be a Patreon-exclusive video. I might walk you through the defiance on Minecraft. There you go. Um, although that even sounds lackluster for, for Patreon. Uh, my next one was probably going to be a retro computing video. That'd be uh, good. I'm, I might break out my my Pentium 166 and, uh, and do a fun. little retro computing on you. So anyway, this has been episode 166 yeah. of Talking Heads. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night or in podcast form on anchor.fm or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. If you like this video, hit like, hit subscribe. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, uh, subscribe over to Hops and Brews as well. If you like the beer content on this episode, link is down in the video description. John and Steve do a lot of stuff over there. If you like the reviews, if you want to find out more about beer, homebrewing, etc., that is definitely the resource I recommend. Uh, if you want to join the after party only on the exclusive Discord server, think about joining the Patreon or Floatplane. Links are also both down in the video description. You'll get access to said server and you can talk to myself, John, Rhett, Steve, all the toasts. Why do I all always the... say toast? <laughs> toast is good, though. Toast is tasty. It, it's not even leading into the right syllable. It's all the hosts. Hosts. Host and toast. All rhymes. the toasts. They rhymes. I all can't seem to get away from that. It's that's my Achilles heel is every time. All the toasts from we'll talking be heads. Toast from now on. Yeah. I'll be your all the hosts from talking heads. John Rett, <laughs> Steve, myself. Uh and uh join us over there. We will be on video chat in the after party here in probably about 15 minutes time. Exactly. Because well, we've both had two beers and it's gonna nature take me that long to pee. Does its course. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a 30 minute pee for me, probably. Yeah, it's pee for seven minutes, recover for seven minutes, and then join the after party <laughs> is kind of what exactly. it amounts to. That's exactly what it is. Um yet another stroke. It's toast time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do I suffer a stroke at the end of every Talking Heads? I kind of want to know that. <laughs> I know it's been like the last four running, but I know yeah. it goes deeper than that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all so much for watching this episode of Talking Heads. Uh, join us every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time for the latest in beer and tech news. And make sure to subscribe for all the videos in between. Mm -hmm. And as always, we'll see you next week. See you guys. Cheers, all.